0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash IOPanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player.
1: Which, uh, which one you got there, James? It's the... He didn't consult me, so it's awful.
0: Yeah, it's, well, whatever. It's a game. Ga- I bought it on fucking fucking, tw- uh, I'll say Twitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> on oh, no. I bought it on,
1: uh... Wouldn't surprise me, James.
0: I was say Nextel. I bought it on Nextel. I bought it on fucking Instagram. What's it called, man? What is it called? Amazon? Amazon. I bought it on Amazon. <laughs> Just I, say a word. He'll like, say, yeah, that's it.
2: So I tweeted my credit card information and the keyboard showed up.
0: Don't put this in the beginning of the show.
2: Welcome back, folks. Episode 17 of the I.O. panel. We are well on our way to our 19-year journey to completion. With me today is uh, Mr. James. How you doing, James?
0: What's going on, man? Glad to be back. Uh, as always, a pleasure to record the I.O. panel with uh, my two best buds.
2: Two fine, sophisticated gentlemen. That's right. Travelers of the world. Geniuses unite. Uh, also... Not included in, in that description, but still here. Mike, how you doing?
1: Gee, thanks. Um, <laughs> fine and dandy. No thanks to you.
2: Excellent. That's that's good to hear. Good mm. to hear. Uh, so let's get started with the great nation state of uh, the People's Republic of North Korea.
1: Perhaps, DPRK? Uh,
2: DPRK, yes. The Democratic Republic of People of North Korea.
1: The Grand Unified People of the Ultimate Way Way of the Party of North Korea, whatever it's called. Right? Yes, correct. <laughs> so, um, so, this is interesting. So, on Friday, I saw a news story that said, hey, guess what? Kim Jong-un is dead. They were saying that there was a suicide bomber. He was at the opening of some building or, uh, you know, I don't know what he was at. There were people there. A woman broke through the front lines. She had on like a like a suicide vest or something, and before they could do anything about it, she detonated, and that was that. So I saw that story on Friday, but of course they're saying up, oh, this was released by, um, you know, North Korea's their state media, because there are no foreign reporters there.
2: Mm-hmm. Propaganda machine.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, so they stressed that like this is an unconfirmed report. And now today, now if I try to go to the same website where I read the original story, so I tried going there earlier today, and the website loaded, but it said, oh, I can't find this, this exact article. It's like 404. Now, Just now I tried going to the same website, and the whole website says I'm down for maintenance. Now this is not the North Korean website. This is just a website that gives news. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, it's not CNN or anything, (laughs) you know? So who knows? KJ. Um, so, but now if you do a Google search and we pulled up a couple stories here and there's, um, there's some links in the show notes. You guys can check it out. Now they're saying, no, no, he's not dead. He's not dead. It was, it was false. He's not dead. So, and then in my in my Googling of this, I noticed there was a story from April that said, oh, is King, Kim Jong-un dead? He might be dead. So, there was a story like two months ago with the same thing. So, you know, who knows what's going on.
2: Was he replaced by a Korean Omar Epps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody noticed.
0: <laughs> so, here's the funniest thing about this uh, article is... The very bottom picture. Okay, so if you click on the link in the show notes, it's uh, Pattaya one. Who knows? It's some Russian, whatever. Okay, that's,
1: that's from that's Thai.
0: Thai. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, they have something in, very much in Russian at the top of their.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was Russian. Yeah. Okay. site. Yeah, you're but, right. Pattaya uh, a Whatever. Guy. Yeah. So anyway, down at the bottom, the 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 read the. Read the um, Evan. Read the uh, description of the picture at the bottom aloud.
2: The, uh, the fir- Okay, let me let me scroll down.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that.
2: <laughs> 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 the glorious pumpkin head with his aunt Kim Kyung Hui, a pol- a political burrito member of the Workers' Party of Korea. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Politburo, <laughs> not Political Burrito, Politburo, but yeah, Pumpkinhead. And this is a news, I don't mean, obviously, who knows what this news site is? You know, it's like, could be org. I don't know. But it's like, you know, po- <laughs> Pumpkinhead. I yeah, they that said that at the beginning
1: is. of the article, too. They're like, reports are emerging that Pumpkinhead has been killed by a suicide bomber.
0: Oh, geez. Okay, so is this a translation? <laughs> is that what we're looking at here? I don't know. I don't know. know. It's just a bad translation. It must be
1: now. I put another. The third link I put in there is the original. The original article that I read that I pulled up on the internet's Wayback Machine because that's the one that won't load now anymore. But the Wayback Machine got a got a snap of it on Friday.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. So that's the East Asia Tribune which is at EastAsiaTribune.com, all one word. Um, now, if you go to that website just by itself, it says, at the site's down for maintenance. So, I don't know what's going on.
0: So, if you go to, huh. Okay, so, this is, yeah, this is the same article I saw. I looked at one, I Googled it on my phone on Saturday. Um, okay, so, if you look at this other site, I guess it's South Korea saying, yeah, this guy's still alive, Right. Right. Okay, so here's my conspiracy theory. Since we just came off the kook episode, here's my conspiracy theory. He is actually dead, but North South Korea, being one of the ma- major people who would let news, who would find out news directly from this place and release it, I think that because of the impact of South Korea, of a collapsing North Korea, what it would do to them... Uh, as far as the flood of refugees and everything else and the fact that they would have to either prop up or absorb uh, North Korea and it would probably destroy their economy in the process I think that they are I think this is something they're doing to say, to kind of stave off any action right now until they can get there get a handle on what's going on
2: Do you think no? South Korea would would absorb the North Korean people and land, or do you think they would have a, a fight with China over it? Because no, China, I mean, China has China ties with North gonna, Korea.
0: China doesn't want it. No? China doesn't want it, and I don't think they don't want it because China doesn't want it because North Korea is a shit show, you know? They, There's you don't think they would
2: strip mine all the resources?
0: I mean, maybe, but, you know, I don't know what resources are there, you know? Um, potatoes, maybe? I, I don't know. You know? Onions?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't onion, know... Mean, Maybe they're know about on a North
2: gigantic China. titanium
0: deposit. The, the thing is, the thing is, China. I don't think China wants a bunch of uh, basically nothing. You know, old military equipment, poorly trained military soldiers. Um, a poverty, they're
1: elite, James. They're a, elite. A,
0: a third world poverty line people who are actually below the poverty line. I don't think China or North Korea Co- or South Korea wants that freaking that 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 uh anchor around their neck. You know, I don't think, it'd be one thing to say, oh, slowly go in there and creep in. And, like, I could see China putting in a puppet dictator and then using them to to do something more. Like, using them to slowly absorb um, North Korea over, say, the, the span of 10 years. I could see that happening. But I don't see them out, out and out taking it over. You know, I don't think they'd want to deal with the drama. What and if they I used think-
2: North Korea as a... Biological weapons testing ground.
0: Yes. I can see that happening. <laughs> I feel like if they did that, North Korea could only get better. So yeah.
2: Super soldiers and then North Korea takes over South Korea. Oh, That'd be amazing. Tolka! Razar! Attack! <laughs> what
0: would we do without K pop though, man?
2: Well, that's all from yeah. We'd have to Just go back to loving the Japanese.
1: Yeah, true. Very true. Huh, did you know they have their own time zone? No, Uh but of course they do. (laughs) It's, the time zone is called Pyongyang time.
2: (laughs) I want to set my
0: watch to that.
1: Yeah, it's UTC plus 8 hours and 30 minutes. Ha!
0: It should be like thirty six minutes and five seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well, they'd already picked the half hour one because they're dicks. When not there aren't too many time zones. They're like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna go with the half hour. You and know, just be off of- from the rest of the world that much. There's it's one like, in
2: uh, there's one in India that does that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple here and there, but it's like, come on, guy. Ridiculous. If they just made
2: Pyongyang time? It's like always eight a.m. It's always time for work. Oh, jeez!
1: Yeah, they have their own money. The North Korean won. Yeah. Nice. Made from tree bark. <laughs> I'm sure it's made out of paper, and I'm sure it's just like in freaking Zimbabwe or wherever it is. That's like they have bills for like $1 trillion or whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's a communist country, so they probably don't really. What do you need money for?
2: Did you realize that the founder of North Korea, uh, Kim Il-sung, I believe, was only photographed from his left side for propaganda photos because he had a gigantic tumor, aka Blickup, on the back right of his head? (laughs) Really? A grapefruit-sized tumor, yeah. A (laughs) keloid? A keloid, perhaps. A keloid? Is that true? Yes.
0: (laughs) I feel like someone at the CIA is like, wait a second, we've only seen him from his right side. Man, he probably got a big-ass blickup on the back of his head, you know, just put that story out there.
2: I <laughs> <You> will <know? laughs> see if I can, I can uh, look up a picture, I saw it uh, yesterday.
0: Of the blickup? Of said blickup? Uh-huh. Oh. That's actually really nice, wow. Um, and
1: you know, he's the uh, eternal president, right? Yes. He is the great leader, and he is designated in the North Korean constitution as the country's eternal president.
2: Don't you wish you could be an eternal president?
0: Who's everybody else? Party leader, and that's it.
1: Something like that. There, I oh. sent you
0: guys a uh,
2: a link. I'll put I'll put one in the uh, in the show notes a little bit later. Please
0: tell me this is like some heavily photoshopped picture. Uh, of his at he- the back of his head with Rick Isley's face on a freaking <laughs> board.
1: Oh my god, that looks awful. Yeah. Oh
2: my goodness.
1: It's like it says has a baseball sized tumor on the back of his head. Jesus, they're not lying either. Yep. God, wouldn't he? Wouldn't Is he go somewhere to get it looked at?
0: Is that Khrushchev?
1: Do I, Khrushchev? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's some guy swearing his undying allegiance to him. No, no,
0: that's yeah. that's Nikita Khrushchev, I think. The shoe thrower.
1: The shoe thrower. Yeah, I thought that was the guy in Iraq.
0: Who throws a shoe? No, he he th- he didn't throw a shoe. He hit he hit his table. He took his shoe off at the UN and pounded the table with his fucking shoe like a maniac. Because he's Russian, he's, he gives zero fucks. Welcome yeah. to the to the I.O. panel this week. It's uh, history.
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: Um, I'm
1: looking at pictures of Nikita Khrushchev. I don't think that's him, but I could be wrong.
0: Well, Michael, do the research. Find out who that's talking to. He's talking to you. Yeah, you're right, it's not Khrushchev. It's definitely not him. No, Khrushchev, Khrushchev looks like a Bond villain. Khrushchev <laughs> looks like Goldfinger. Go actually let's say Goldfinger
1: looks like Khrushchev. Oh there you go. Um okay. So enough of enough of that. Um the only other thing I wanted to mention as a as a top news story here was um an actor who played uh who do you play? He played Chekhov in the newest Star Trek movies that were released that were made by J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Anton Yelchin. Yes. So apparently he just died either today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today. Um, today. Okay. So, uh, Evan, why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Well, uh, he was supposed to meet some friends of his for a rehearsal early this morning. Reports say about 1am. Uh, his friends noticed that he was late slash missing he was discovered at his home his body sandwiched between his car and his brick mailbox so the car was running and in neutral and uh i guess his home his uh driveway was quite steep so he probably went started his car was like ah shit let me go check the mail Left it in neutral for whatever reason. And uh, the car backed down the driveway and smashed him. Very unfortunate.
1: He hmm. was only seven. That sucks, man.
0: What kind of car was it?
2: Don't know.
1: Where was it?
2: In, oh, God, what was it? I don't remember. In the hills somewhere, I think
1: the ho- like the hollywood hills
2: uh san fernando valley
1: the san fernando valley
2: i'm sure not too far outside of los angeles
1: mhm of course the I'm not city New of angels
2: North. yes oh whale's vagina
1: oh god oh my god you know this no, that's the name san of Diego, los angeles sorry. is actually s- quite long yes supposedly
2: so he's not the only uh, actor who died. If you guys remember Billy Bob from Varsity Blues,
1: uh, Ron th- Lester, vaguely
2: the the dramatically overweight lineman who was willing to give his life to win, uh, he died as well.
1: So he gave it. He gave all, huh?
2: Yep. Now. Of course, if anyone has seen the movie, which I think we all have, he was quite overweight. Um, something to which we can all relate. Uh, he did manage to lose 300 pounds. I think Jesus. he had some some uh, gastric surgery. I don't know which one, though. Um, but he was admitted to the hospital with, I believe, kidney and liver uh, issues and was taken off life support um in the past few days and he is dead. So he was 45. Um, That sucks. That means we all have at least a couple of years to try and salvage whatever we might have left, but I'm going with 45. So I've got uh, just over a decade to make my mark on the world.
1: It says at one point he weighed 508 pounds. Yep. Jesus Christ.
2: I know. I'm sure I was up there. Whew.
1: That's not good, man. Uh-huh. It's not fucking good. So he lost 348 pounds. Wow. That's fucking crazy. That's like two people. That's yeah, like two, four no people four. if you're Asian. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Put that link in there,
1: Michael. Oh, Evan, Evan, you have one in there, right, or no? No, I don't. Oh, okay, I'll put one in. I thought to mention it
2: when we were talking about uh, Mr. Anton.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, this guy's name, Ron Lester, mm-hmm. has died. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it in here. Thank you. So, I got a I got an article off of CNN that talks about it, so... They're reputable, as far as we know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that sucks. He'll be he'll be missed. I don't know if he was any in any other movies, unfortunately. But um.
2: Well, apparently if... he said after he lost the weight, uh, he found it difficult to find to find acting jobs. Hmm. Can't win. Tons of actors, but if you're a fat actor, you can you know if you can deal with being sort of typecast then you can find work.
1: Well, what's his name? escaped that, didn't he? Um Jonah Hill. He's, yeah, but he's Jonah still Hill. fat.
0: And he is still fat.
1: No, oh, but he got skinny for that one movie.
0: No, but he's different. He he's
2: re- different. he he rebounded, I'll say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, in a in a negative way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like,
2: but, Plus but he's... he's with fucking James Franco and yeah, uh, Seth Rogen and all them.
1: Oh, he's like he's like part of the crew. He can just co
0: yeah. ride those guys for the rest of his life, and he'll always have a bit part in a movie about guys smoking weed or farting into pillows. So he's in good shape. <laughs> you know, This guy, he's like the actor who nobody remembered his name in a movie that people would rather forget. That was a, a pretty okay movie.
1: James, like, say the line.
0: I don't want your life.
1: All right, then. <laughs> that's the only
0: line. Like, If you say that line, people are like, oh, that's from that movie with that guy, uh, Vanderpoop you know James, James
1: Vanderbeek, yeah. Mr. Vanderbeek to you, you son of a bitch, apparently, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah but otherwise nobody would know who he was, so and nobody would remember this guy. It's kind of sad that you know you know he's had trouble finding acting acting roles he this was,
1: you know this movie had had quite a few people in it, yeah,
0: it did, sure
1: it had um Angelina Jolie's father,
2: yes, John Voigt Ali Larder, right.
1: Ali Larder, right, she had the uh whipped cream. There you go, exactly. Um, of course, Mister Vanderbeek, and he's he's who on what show, Evan?
2: He's Dawson on Dawson's Creek.
1: There you go. Um, and then this guy, oh,
0: Mister. So Lester. when you search for him, there is a link called "There's like one of the links is like Access Skin." Ugh.
2: Yeah. That's horrible. It's a problem that we will all have to deal with,
1: James. Blech, not me. Not, it, me, not me. I'm gonna off myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, well, that's one way to avoid it. Yep, that's right. Yep, yep. Um, I
2: mean, if the the one chick who was in Precious and then in a couple other movies, Gab, Gabby or Gabrielle Sabide, I think her name is. Uh-huh. Like, if she lost. Like 300 pounds? Yeah, she's. she's what great. differentiates her from any other actress?
0: No, you're right. You're actually right. You're actually right.
1: No, I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone's like, oh, you're this, that. I mean, sometimes you need a certain type of person for a role, you know? Mm hmm. And, you know, we're, we always think of actors and actresses as being, oh, skinny, beautiful, blah, whatever. But you know, sometimes you need the ugly, or the fat, or the whatever. You know what I mean?
2: Yep, we have our place.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh,
1: so I don't. I don't want gonna, James. Tell me. We're all going to
2: move to Hollywood and become crazy. semi-famous.
0: Forget it.
1: Yeah, I wanted to hear James's uh, James's take there, but
0: no, <laughs> I refuse.
1: He's about to say something nuts. So.
0: Yeah. In <laughs> Look, trouble.
2: Temptation will get the best of him. He'll say it in a minute.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do it.
2: You've had the thought. You can't keep it. You can't keep Look, it I'll just dumb. say
0: this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Evan, he's like, yeah, uh, we're going to go see Precious. And I was like, dude, why do you want to go see that movie? And you took a freaking bus to New York to go see that movie, like a maniac, about like some... But Why would, would you girl. go
1: see a movie in New York City when there are movies right here?
2: No, that's just something. No, we went, We took a bus to go see um, Cirque du Soleil. And we happened, And the movie happened to be out the weekend we were there.
0: Ah. I, thought, I thought that was part of your plan was to go see Precious.
2: No, that was not my idea at all. She Ugh. was like, hey, you want to see a movie? I was like, okay. She's like, I want to see Precious. I was like, I don't know what that is. Okay. She
0: punched her right in the throat. I don't agree with punching women. You should have hired another woman to punch her in the throat. <laughs> it would have been mm-hmm. worth the money, worth the expenditure, because that's a horrible idea. And, and when I found out about that, I was like, that's just a horrible idea. That's going to be a movie about a really fat black girl who's getting abused and having a horrible life, and it's going to end horribly. Yeah, so,
2: there were, there yeah. were tears shed.
0: Yeah. yeah. Fucking gross. And... I'm sorry. I don't know how she gets acting jobs. I don't know who brings her on the movies. She's just like a total like rant. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> as as she can't act. You know, if you want fat, black, and sassy, there's plenty of women out there who aren't like horrible. Who can you can give that role to? So name one. Um, I don't know. I don't there's know another like, you
2: know one. Well, sure. I was about to say that. Um and. She was also in that movie.
1: <laughs> she played her mom. <laughs> oh, there you go. I was like, "Well, you you kind <laughs> of so you kind of she... hit the nail on the head right there." No.
0: <laughs> yeah, like she's she's in um Empire. <laughs> that chick she's in Empire. Okay. Yeah. And look, you know, for for the for the seven people who listen, I'm a big guy, you know. If you listen to this show, you probably know me. I'm a big guy, you know. I am overweight. I am clinically obese. I have to I need to lose weight.
2: But I, I fucking don't... hate fat people.
0: No, but there's no shame in my game. But you know I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> let's continue on with the show. What don't yeah. you know, James? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, up, I don't make up don't. your
2: own minds full. You guys
0: are letting me dig graves. Forget that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, I'm not gonna listen to you guys anymore.
2: <laughs> here's the
1: shuffle, James.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll pass. Thanks. Let's go let's let's move on. Alright, what do we got mm-hmm. next? Is it is it me?
1: Uh um, well let's see. What do we got on the uh itinerary here?
2: Yeah, it's let's, get, let's get on to some some security.
1: Okay, yeah, we got the uh, stranger danger yep.
0: mm-hmm. brought so. to us by the Christian Science Monitor. Apparently. That's right. <laughs> um, I did not know that this was the Christian Science Monitor. That everyone says this is a reputable news site. Uh, I would not have picked one uh, with a religious overtone, but I did. So, at any rate, forget that. So basically, I think this is really cool. So Firefox is bringing in a; it's going to let you have like split your experience, sort to say. Um, And I'm assuming this is going to be like passwords, credentials, things like that. So two people could use Firefox, the same Firefox browser, uh, which is great. Like I guess if you use Chrome, you can do that right now, but you have to log out of Chrome uh, and then log in as another user. Um, If you could. Maybe if they could make it so it's a little bit easier to get in and out and you don't have to shut down the whole browser or restart the experience or something like that, that that's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I think it's cool as far – because I'm sure we all have sites that like things we – you know, let's say your girlfriend, you're buying wedding rings and you don't want your girlfriend to see your history, you know. So you have this other site, you know, this other user account that you're using just for that, you know. Just for buy look just for looking at things that you don't want people to know you're looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as innocent mm-hmm. as that sounds.
2: Nothing <laughs> other than wedding rings though. Now no,
1: they, they have ring. they already have something like that called uh you know, some browsers call it something different, but
2: Incognito
1: Incognito mode or privacy mode or private browsing or whatever they call it. Um so those that already kind of exists, but I guess this is the, the way those generally work, though, they're they're designed not to record anything. Yeah, at all. Like they don't record a, the history at all.
0: This will be like, you know, save this browser, save this webpage, save this. I mean, save these favorites. You know, here's the passwords for this, that kind of thing.
1: Now, um, I'm wondering how now uh, Netscape and maybe Firefox had this, and I just forget. But I know Netscape used to have profiles.
0: This may be... Honestly, I think this is very similar. I wonder to what if this is... It's probably similar to that, too.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, you used to be able to launch it, and you could select which profile you want to go into.
0: Yeah, it sounds like the same thing. So right?
1: it might be very similar to that.
2: I don't remember um, that's man.
1: cool. I th-
2: I think it would be interesting if, over the next couple of years, they develop this, and as people use more web apps, you know, Google Docs, or maybe even have, like, a a remote uh, workstation or desktop through a web browser if you can treat a a tab as your desktop. So within a tab, you can have, you know, other tabs. But in I'll say in that parent tab, you can lock it and have it, like, password protect everything that's underneath. So you can open up multiples for multiple users if it's, you know... A shared workstation, or just like in a hotel lobby, or some you know community computer.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Very nice.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's right. called Firefox Containers. Definitely worth investigating, guys. Uh, is
1: yeah, that out they, right now?
0: Um, I'm not sure if it, it doesn't say it doesn't say. I, I'm assuming not because I think they would say it if it was. This says fully seg- a fully segregated cookie jar. So it's completely different. It's like completely yeah, sandbox from the other users. Shut of, up, Evan.
1: What? I love fucking cookies. Don't tell me to shut up. I know you do. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. I wonder if they're sort of uh parlaying off of the Linux Linux containerization. Where you can have a I'll call it a a virtual machine of sorts that uses, that shares the kernel Docker. on the host. Well, yeah, similar, um, but isolates it in memory so it can't, you know, infect or crash the host itself. So it's segregated, but it still uses uh, uses the base. So maybe this will. Oh God. It's just a uh, you know.
0: Let me read this from uh, from Firefox's blog. From Mozilla's blog, the containers feature in Firefox Nightly enables users to log in to multiple accounts on the same site simultaneously, giving the users the ability to segregate data, uh, seg- segregate site data for improved privacy and security. That's kind of interesting.
1: How does that work?
0: I don't know. Magic, fucking magic.
1: That's. I kind of like this though for um, privacy reasons, like. For instance, let's say you're logged into Facebook, right? On your computer and the, but then you're so you have that open in one tab and then you're surfing around the web in other tabs. You know how some websites they put, you know, oh, like this on Facebook or share it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. If you're logged into your Facebook account, then it can like track that, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so it looks like you would just go to you go to file and then new container tab and then it says personal work banking shopping and you could be in like logged into like two twitter pages at once so honestly i love this um for someone like us you know we have the io panel twitter account we have pers- i have my personal twitter account i have facebook mm-hmm. for several different facebook pages i have like i have like at least three twitter accounts for different uh, applications and stuff i think this is brilliant because i always have that problem with google Google will allow you to look at two Gmail things at once, but it kind of draws a line. That line becomes hazy when you have to go to like two different Twitters or something like that, because Twitter's outside of Google's reach. So this is kind of nice because now it's it's sandboxing within the tab. it's um, yep. so so like personal like right now, I have on my desktop here, I have a Chrome browser profile called Evil Eight Gaming for my gaming site. I have one called Person 1, which is me, and then I have one for This Week in Airsoft, my podcast. So, uh, my, my my Facebook page. So I can go to all the different sites without having to be hassled by it and be logged in and get access to all the mail and stuff. So this is nice. I don't have to worry about any of that. This is very cool. I'm very excited about this, actually. this, Like I was telling you guys earlier, this is a reason for me to start using Firefox. again. So win good win Firefox. I'll have to check your stock out on Monday morning. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay. Well, uh, you know, before the show started, I was just telling you guys that I've been having some problems with Firefox recently, so I've actually been using Google Chrome a little bit more, but uh, maybe this will be a reason for me to uh, go back to uh, Firefox. I mean, if I'm being honest, I've been still been using both web browsers, um, and I'm sure you guys do the same thing, you know, just because you got to be logged into multiple things. At once. So sometimes you gotta be logged into one thing in one web browser and another thing in another web browser. So this will help you with that, which is obviously very nice. Um, yeah, very nice, James. Yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. And so this is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, looking
2: forward to your upcoming releases.
1: And so this is right now in the nightly builds, I guess, of Firefox.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, maybe I'll put that in a VM and check it out. Um, that's cool. Nightly.mozilla.org is a place to get a nightly build. There it says right here, these builds are for testing purposes only. Yeah, so don't don't overwrite your your existing Firefox uh, install with one of these because <laughs> it's probably going to crash. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's cool. Uh one one little tiny thing I wanted to mention about Firefox before we move on. Um I just recently updated my version of Firefox here on my home computer. So you guys probably know, but Firefox they actually have two different versions kinda going at once. They have the extended support release or ESR. That one's right now at version forty five dot whatever. Um but the mainline build is always moving, you know, always going. So right now that's at version 47. They just released 47 about eh, a little over a week ago, maybe almost two weeks ago. And the nice thing about the mainline build, they're always adding new features, which is kind of cool. So I'll just read. I just want to sh- tell you guys a couple of little highlights from the, from the version 47. So it's kind of like, huh, okay. So get this, support for Google's Widevine CDM on Windows and macOS So, streaming services like Amazon Video can switch from Silverlight to encrypted HTML5 video. So that's interesting. So if you have Firefox 47 and you watch videos on Amazon Video, now it can use HTML5 instead of Silverlight. So this just shows – that shows how, you know, they're trying to move away from plugins, you know, because a lot of this stuff now, the browsers can do it itself, which is nice. Um Another one of the things there, it says embedded YouTube videos now play with HTML5 video if Flash is not installed. So for a while now, I know that YouTube has been – Um, switching all their videos over from using YouTube to using HTML five, which all modern browsers can use now. Um, but I guess embedded videos. So if you go to a website and someone has a video from YouTube, but on their webpage there, it was still using flash. Now it'll use HTML five if you don't have flash installed. So it's a baby step, but still pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. yeah, you know, and they change, you know, little fi- little fixes, security fixes, whatnot. But, <clears throat> oh, and one thing I did want to mention, which is kind of interesting. Um, so it says here, the Firefox click to activate plugin whitelist has been removed. So they completely removed this feature, I guess. Which, and it's funny, they, they have a link here um, with that highlighted. So I went to the link... And the link is for a thing on their blog from 2013, from when they started this. And it says, okay, we're going to start putting in this feature where, you know, you click this thing and says, you know, click here to activate the plugin. So apparently they're going to discontinue that now, starting in Firefox 47. So, less secure? I don't know, it's kind of weird.
2: Wouldn't it be more secure, so you you don't even get the option to like activate flash if you still have it,
1: yeah, it just activates now,
2: <laughs> oh okay, I misunderstood i was under- I was interpreting that as you don't get the warning, it just doesn't run because no, no. it was off and then you had to turn it on,
1: oh no, yeah, no, now it just runs, but the the whole thing is they're going to drop it turns out all the browsers like Chrome has already started doing this. And I think Firefox is also on their way to doing this, just dropping support for plugins altogether. Yeah. Like Chrome has already done this like since last year. So like, um, you know, so Chrome, Chrome has always had their own version of flash built in. So you didn't need to install flash, but if you had a web a website that used another plugin like um Java, let's say. Like let's say you had to go to a website and it uses Java. That stopped working sometime last year with Google Chrome, because Chrome dropped plugin support. They're like, nope, we're done. And Firefox is getting ready to do the same thing. Now they haven't done it yet, but they're getting there. So just something something to be aware of.
2: Making progress. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm Exactly. So, and I put a link in the show notes to the uh, release notes for Firefox, so if you guys want to check that out, see exactly what's going on, you can. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to mention about that. Um, still under Stranger Danger, so uh, we were talking a little bit about this before the show, but... Um, Basically there's a hacker called Peace, short for peace of mind. So he's the one responsible for the uh breach that I think we talked about last week with the um passwords from LinkedIn and maybe a couple other databases.
2: Yep, MySpace. We talked about that a couple of weeks prior.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's another there's another uh leak now. Well, not really a leak, but there's another hack for uh, a service called iMesh, which it looks like it was a, a file-sharing service. Um, and so... <clears throat>
2: it's the successor to LimeWire. Is that what it is? No, I just made that up.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what this is, but whatever. Um, Apparently... Apparently it's been going strong for a while, but then it was recently shut down. Um, so I'm not sure how the hacker got this stuff, but anyway, he has like a, basically a, a, a database of over 51 million records from this, this peer to peer, peer to peer file sharing service. Um, and you can buy it on the dark web for half of a Bitcoin. Which they're valued at about $335 US right now. I mean, that's half a Bitcoin is that much. So oh, one absolutely. Bitcoin is almost, yeah, almost $700 right now. Um, so now you say, Oh, you know, well, I never, even if I used iMesh, who cares? The service shut down, blah. The whole point of this is just like we were talking about last week. If you use the same password on multiple websites, then it's easy for, Hackers, they'll crack this one and say, oh, okay, I'll just try this on their Facebook account or their Yahoo account or whatever. You know? So, always want to make sure you change your passwords after a breach like this, and really you want to be using a different password on every website if possible. So, that's it. Yep. Gentlemen?
2: I had never heard of iMesh uh, before this, so I'm glad that uh, I am not part of that leak.
1: <laughs> just all the other ones, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, just like you know, the other two major ones.
1: So LinkedIn, MySpace, um Let's see, they they list here LinkedIn, MySpace, Tumblr, and VK.com. VK dot com, that's like a Russian version of Facebook kind of.
3: hmm
1: um, Tumblr. What is Tumblr again?
2: Uh, this is it like an image collection site or something like that? James? I, know. I have very little
1: experience Tumblr? with Tumblr. What is um, Tumblr?
0: It's like, uh... Is that I the one know.
1: that, is that like a blog site? What is that?
0: I think it's, I want to say it's a blog site, but it's more imagey. So Tumblr's a great place to find your favorite indie porn star. Um, <laughs> ah.
3: um,
0: that's what I like to say it as. I mean, that's what I I hate to say that. It sounds like I'm some kind of pornoholic, but that's what I know it as. Oh, that's you good know, advice. Like, a lot of indie porn stars are there. Um, but, uh, and it's like there's no rules, it's lawless there. Um, like, you know, you want to see like someone like with bacon wrapped around a ding dong? There, it'll be there for sure. Mm. <laughs> um, rule 34 is in full effect there.
1: Um, oh, oh
0: yeah. uh, but yeah, if you go to, like, Explore Tumblr, like, I'll just give you a rundown of what I see here. So, there's some pics from, uh, uh, it has, like, a fucking, uh, a nine gag sort of feel to it. Okay. Um, here's a gif of a Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to do American Ninja. A gif? A gif. It's pronounced GIF. The creator said it was pronounced Jif. In Incorrect. Just letting you know, he <laughs> said it at a conference, he said it's pronounced gif Nope. Um jif like jif but okay Mm -hmm. so um
1: (laughs) then he should have made it jif
0: i uh, I mean hashtag cats i mean there's all kinds of weird stuff here it's like a great place for weird pictures and weird random stuff here's a guy eating banana peels i mean it's just like you know come on it's it's the internet dude that's where all the vitamins
1: are yeah it says it's a micro blogging platform and social networking site okay Mm.
0: yeah there you where go. You can find all your favorite indie porn stars. That's what they should sub. That's you know, in the fine print. Subtext it with yeah. Yeah. Seems to be a lot of links from Orange is the New Black here. I guess that's the new thing, right?
1: Now. And just so you guys know, Yahoo owns Tumblr.
2: That's what's keeping them afloat.
1: Yahoo bought them in 2013.
0: That's what's keeping them anything. That's what's
1: keeping Yahoo afloat. Yeah,
0: that's what's keeping. That's what makes anybody want to buy Yahoo.
1: Isn't there? Isn't that uh, going on right now? People trying to buy Yahoo.
2: Yeah, it's up for sale.
1: Not a thing. Or some, at least some of
2: their services are up for sale.
1: Yeah, the talk of the, talk of the town is that uh, Verizon is going to buy them, or Verizon Wireless. I'm not sure. Why? Um, probably because they want to um get all that data. They're all these oh. users, right? Yahoo has all these users right and so they're going to get all the data for all these users and then they'll be able to you know i don't know target ads to them sell sell the user data you know
2: it sounds like a waste of money to me but uh in the corporate mindset i guess
1: <laughs> yeah i was i was i mean i was kind of thinking that too i was like let them die like yeah <laughs> whatever you know but i mean yahoo's been around so long now you know it'd be it would be A little sad to see them go.
2: I would rather they die a noble death than be purchased and corrupted.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How can you further corrupt Yahoo, dude?
1: I mean, yeah, true. It's not really.
0: I mean, Yahoo's garbage. Let me let me give you let me tell you something. I'm sorry, Michael. Go ahead. I just wanted like to like really put this into perspective here. Okay, I went to I clicked on my Yahoo Mail while I was trying to get Twitter two tabs. Okay, and for some reason Yahoo Mail came up. I was like, oh, you need to check the Yahoo Mail. I clicked on my Yahoo mail. This is during the show just now. And it's like the third thing in my mail that it's like, you need to see this. Okay. It has that little box of like must see important things. And when I click on that box of must see important things, the second or third thing on the list uh, was like, um, oh, I just clicked away from it. Hold on. Let me, let me go back here. It was Iggy Zaya splits with Nick Young. And I was like, Mind blown. Who
1: She's blown like, away? how could she split from Nick Young? No, she he was so Nick good Young, for her. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, who's Nick Young? What's Iggy Azalea? <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking. You know, um, obviously I know, I know who, I know who those people are, but well, I don't um,
1: know who Nick Young is. I know who Iggy, Iggy Azalea is.
0: He's some basketball player who cheated on her, and then she stayed with him, and whatever. I know that because there was a Twitter. There was a. Uh, my girlfriend told me about it yeah sure shut up (laughs) you (laughs) you subscribe to both of their mailing lists yeah i do absolutely um but yeah i mean it's, it's 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 like so dumb dude i'm like get with the picture dude like they still haven't learned like the only thing i get in my my inbox here is like oh there's an ad an ad for this like three ads are the top three things i have in my in my why are you showing me ads Like, they still, it's like none of them took the time to use Gmail to see why Gmail works. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't want to see ads in my fucking inbox. Put it away. Put it in a corner somewhere. It's called promotions. You know, put it in a tab where if I want to look at fucking ads, I can go click on that. But otherwise, you know that when DXL sends me an email and they send me three emails a fucking day, you know it's an ad. Put it in a fucking corner. Make an algorithm that does that. How simple can that be? You know, that's just basic user interface stuff. Basic basic user, like, giving the user a great experience. And they totally missed the ball here. Like, how long have they had to fix this fucking mail thing? Look at the shit on the top of their thing. I'm sorry, I'm going on a total Yahoo rant right now because I hate it. It's like, home, mail, search, news, sports, finance, celebrity. Why is celebrity a thing up there? Then it's like, answers, weather, flicker, mobile. You know? I mean, it's just a bunch of a dumb, a dumb gat like, they do it. They're doing too much, and it's funny because my girlfriend loves Yahoo. Right? She reads Yahoo. Like that's where she gets her news. She isn't not in Yahoo getting her news. Like every time I see her on Yahoo News, I have to question our relationship. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, we know someone else who gets their news from there, don't we? Who's that? That would be uh, Mister All Star.
0: Oh yeah, of course he does. because He's a fucking peon. Look, um, the only thing Yahoo has good going on, good for it, they got Flickr. Which uh, is or is not a thing still anymore, but it's still kind of a thing. Flickr is pretty good still. Tumblr and Google and Yahoo Finance. Their finance thing is is I don't think it's good on its own. I think it's good because it was the first very robust finance uh, site that was like strictly like stocks and bonds and shit, the Dow, the Nasdaq, S and P five hundred, all that kind of stuff. And people like it because that they, they cover business stuff very well. Because they've been doing it the longest, but otherwise there's nothing else going for it. They should just shut down everything, trim the fat. Don't be don't be afraid to get rid of all the junk. You know, they should lease their news from fucking Vox Media, fire the entire news and sports department. You know, fire their entire mail mail staff and rebuild mail from the ground fucking up. Tell everybody who uses say, look, if you use Yahoo Mail, you're a bad person and you should be punished. So we're going to punish you by deleting your entire inbox and building you a much better inbox. Please be patient. You know? I think that's reasonable.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely.
0: As Michael reads an article about cats. All right. well, yeah, I'd be willing yep. to forgo
2: my email for two years while they rebuild their uh, their infrastructure. <laughs> no problem. Well, That's if not Yahoo is a
0: core email email provider, you should hang yourself. I'm not advocating for people CSL do, folks, but commit suicide.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I was just on the Yahoo's website here, and I see that the 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 wife or the former wife or whatever of the Orlando nightclub shooter, she was a special ed student.
0: Well, well, what is that? That is so newsworthy. I'm so glad they told us that. Mm-hmm. Let's make fun of people with special needs. Yeah, That's what I don't it know.
1: Says. I don't know what.
0: What's what are there's What's going there to gain from that article?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. That's
0: horrible! That's a horrible article. It is.
1: I was like reading this. I was like, "Huh? So, so what does that have to do with anything?" <laughs> like I'm like reading yeah. this. I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> you know, now I know this too. Okay, whatever. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's like three brain cells died for this fucking garbage news." <laughs> Oh my god. That's horrible, dude.
1: Mhm. Yep. So, anyway, all right. Well, now that we got on a, a tangent for Yahoo News. Yeah. Uh or or Yahoo, I should say. Um, let's go on to something a little a little funner, I hope. Um, Evan, you have in you have something in here about uh Stargate.
2: Yes, I love Stargate. Now let's so, move on.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, so what's <laughs> going on?
2: Um, so it's been in the in talks for a while, uh, but now it's actually in uh, starting to be developed. Uh, I was a fan, as were you guys, I believe, of the original Stargate movie with uh Kurt Russell, James Spader, oh, French. Okay, Stewart. I
1: was about to say whoa, 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 whoa. No, oh, okay, the movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the movie. <laughs> You know, I mean, Stargate SG-1 is fucking great. You don't like it. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. MacGyver is great in whatever he does. <laughs> thank, thank you for existing, Richard Dean Anderson.
1: He wears he wears blue contact lenses to hide his Latino heritage. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Is that is it true? No. <laughs> it might be.
2: Allegedly. It's unproven.
1: Yeah, allegedly. He yes. doesn't let
2: anyone get close enough to check. So the uh, the director and producer of the original movie are going to reboot it. Um, so they're they're going to make a movie, or
1: they're going to make a TV show? Movie. Ah,
2: there may be some elements of Stargate SG One storyline characters unknown uh, that make their way into the. The upcoming film, but they're not trying to make a sequel. They're going back to the beginning uh, Discovery of the Gate, Secret Alien Mission, etc. etc. I think it will. I, I hope it will be good. I hope it's not sort of. I hate to say J.J. Abrams esque or Michael Bay esque and just like a bunch of cool explosions and, uh, you know, CGI. Um, you need to see some some collar popping armor.
1: Um, oh well, of course. Yeah. I mean, you I, know what? What would Stargate be without without Ra? Yeah, and yeah. his or her minions. It's got to be
2: some Jaffa in there. Uh, but yeah, what's that?
0: Hopefully, it'll look a lot cooler.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, for 1990, uh, what was it? 1997, when uh, the first Stargate movie came out.
0: I had to go for that.
1: Was it 94? Some, some, maybe. Yeah, maybe something like that.
2: Yeah, so 20 years ago, I think it still honestly looks pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Maybe there's some nostalgia creeping in there, but... Yeah, it's I 1994. It good. Yeah. With the, the the rings for transportation, I thought they did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious. uh, You know, anxious to see what they make of it. Um, I'll definitely pay to see it in theaters if that says anything it might it might, it might yeah depending on oh, how well the, you the, know my tendencies
0: it'll be it'll be a box office success whether it's good or not yeah hopefully it's good fingers crossed
2: well i'm glad that the uh the original folks are doing it so they can maintain their artistic integrity hopefully
1: um one thing i'll mention that's not really related, but it's sort of related. So, as you guys know, I've been watching on and off for a while a horrible slash pretty good awesome TV show called uh, Andromeda.
2: Mr. Kevin Sorbo.
1: Yes, starring oh, Jesus Kevin Sorbo as the last best hope for... Stop,
2: stop, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> Anyway, shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! Stop talking.
1: (laughs) No, the only reason I'm I'm bringing it up is because um, one of the characters in that show is played by someone who's in Stargate SG One, I think. Uh, Alexa Doig. Doig, I guess. I don't know how you pronounce her last name, really, but Mm -hmm. um, Doctor Tam. From okay.
2: the later seasons. There you
1: SG1. go. Yep. So, so uh, one of the other actors in Stargate is Michael Shanks, right?
2: Yep. Dr. So, Daniel
1: Jackson. Okay. So, he's married in real life to Lexa Doig. Or Doig, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, there was an episode of, of Andromeda where Michael Shanks is on. And now recently I saw an episode where the guy who plays the guy with the gold thing in his forehead. Teal'c? Yes. He was on an episode of Andromeda. Got some crossover. Yeah. So just, uh, oh, and the guy who does Candyman in the movie Candyman, he was just on an episode too.
0: He's always in something, dude. That's nothing. (laughs) That's like, that's like. I saw the guy who does Candyman. He's working. He's a barista down at the, uh, yeah. down at the Starbucks. Like, oh, of course he is. You know, he works at CVS down the road too. You know, I mean, that's par for the course. That guy's in every fucking thing. Yeah, and he probably is a barista somewhere, desperate for work.
2: Fair enough. He's training for a role. He's doing, he's doing research.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where's my paycheck, Larry? <laughs> I want my two weeks, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um. There oh. is uh, something else sci-fi related I would like to tell you guys about. I did not put in the show notes because it was a personal discussion. However, before I go there, I would like to ask you, James, who are you looking at on Tumblr right now? Because I could see the reflection behind you.
0: Oh, that's not a uh, Tumblr. That's actually I got sucked into uh, from uh, from Yahoo.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Yahoo
1: News. There we go.
0: Um, the 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 chick who plays Daenerys Targaryen, uh, the chick Clark? who played not her, her body double. So I guess the chick who does all her boobs, like anytime she's naked mm-hmm. or needs to get punched or kicked or like dragged somewhere, it's this chick named.
2: Uh, I'm one? pretty sure all the nude scenes are her.
0: Rosie Mack. Hmm. Um I don't know. It says she's her body double okay. for Emily for Emily Clark. I don't know, but they don't say the whole they don't say the detail, but she's a model and she's quite 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 attractive all on her own. Smoking fucking hot. Um nice. and they they have some funny pictures of her just standing around with a bunch of other body doubles. So it's like her, the guy who plays uh the elf guy, <laughs> some other random body like r- random other people who are like, why do these people have body even have body doubles? You know, mm-hmm. but I guess they probably have them like the to stand into big shots, like where they have a whole scene of a bunch of people in it. You know, so they have these guys standing around, you know, and they have her sitting there instead of having the celebrity in a massive shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking at. Sorry, it's 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 flashing in the reflection. It's, it's on your yeah. Great.
2: <laughs> I just saw a bunch of tiles. Well, you had, you, of, had you
0: had to take that down
1: in. for some reason. So there you go.
0: No, I took it down to. Anyway, that's another story for another time. But mm-hmm. yeah, so
2: so yeah, so
0: Kevin Sorbo, I'm totally against everything he stands for. He's
1: I feel like when actor. he
0: walked into the casting, into, into into we're past
1: that, but go ahead.
0: Well, I, I wanted to say this though. When he walked to the when he walked in for the first time, he said, "My name's Kevin Sorbo. I'd like to play Hercules." They were like, ha 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 ha. Because his name is so ridiculous, and he looks like a B-movie sci-fi film actor. Like, he looks like... He he is the epitome of everything you expect to see in a B-movie on the sci-fi channel. Where, like, oh, dragons are back from the planet Umrock, And they have freaking giant freaking plungers as hands. You know, like, you expect to see him as that role, as the guy fighting those, those bad guys.
1: Like Lucy like, Lawless?
0: Like Lucy Lawless. Or but John what was she Su- in no? that was awesome
1: um, she's in uh rome
0: rome
1: she's in Battlestar galactica
0: was she as what oh yeah she's one of the uh <laughs> yeah yeah one of the side one of the whatever yeah what it wasn't awesome because of her yeah she's one of the cylon human, mm. human replicants or whatever you want to call them yeah I mean,
1: she's like she's like a four or something you know or whatever the whatever the number is you yeah. know
0: I mean she's hot. There's no doubt she's hot and she can act. I mean she was good as Zena. Um I just feel like those shows, the, those companies who did those shows Hercules and Zena, I don't know. They never did anything I don't know man, you know there's ways to do stuff that's good, you know, and there's ways to do stuff that's just like everything you ever saw on TV in the 80s. You know. And what was just,
1: the, what was the name of the show on. with with Tia Carrere? Oh
2: Jesus dude. Nobody knows. I don't know. It doesn't have a
1: name. <laughs> It's like, I was going to be like the librarian, but no, that's some other crap.
0: Um, <laughs> no everyone who's ever seen Titty Career t-point. in a movie is like, yeah. what porno is she in? Like, yeah. that's what they say. They're like, what porno is she in? Isn't she in porn? You know? Nope. Nope, she's not, which is very depressing. That's the only reason I ever watched any of her movies, because I thought this one's going to have a titty, and it didn't. It was a is that the show.
2: chick from Wayne's World? Yes. Hmm.
0: She has a, well, I want to say she's a sister, but she doesn't. She has some other chick who's using her last name who's in porn.
2: Well, there's Asia Carrera.
0: Asia Carrera. There you go. Yeah.
1: This show I'm thinking of is Relic Hunter.
0: Oh my god. Never heard of it. Never heard of it.
1: 1999 to 2002. Who
2: Did let that go on for 366
1: episodes? Wow.
0: <laughs> you said Tropic Thunder. and I'd be like, "Okay." Wait, no, not Tropic Thunder. What's the movie with uh the TV show with with uh what's his name in it? Um Use oh,
2: your Hulk, words,
0: Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan Commando. No, he's in it. It's a TV show, dude, and he drops. Oh, a I know. <laughs> What's it called, man? What is it called? Uh, it's like Tropic something.
2: I think it's called Tropic Thunder.
0: Is it Tropic Thunder? I okay. think it is. All right, what's the movie called? Well, I'm going to find out. Isn't there a movie with uh? There the was, was a movie
2: with him? Ben Stiller called Tropic Thunder, and okay, there was yeah. Hydro Thunder, the video game.
0: Yeah, and there's Tropic Thunder that that
2: TV show. Yeah. Dude, that I love that show. Was that the one with the fucking boat?
0: Yes.
1: Ah, yes. It's
2: a great
1: show. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain?
2: Mhm. That... I love all the Three Ninjas movies.
1: Yeah, there's so there's a TV show and I don't know if this is the right thing. WCW Thunder?
2: No, no that's uh, world championship wrestling.
1: Oh, so that's something else. Okay. Assault on Devil's Island, a TV movie. Oh, great.
2: Oh, uh, I think it was. It was called Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in
0: Paradise. That was it.
2: That's what there it was, you
1: yeah. go. Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, there's a video game, <laughs> uh... Thunder in Paradise Interactive. Oh God. I wonder if that's for the CDI or something. <laughs> some, some crap. That's funny, all right, Under, anyway, I
2: gotta make a note of that uh yeah, so the other thing I wanted to talk about I was at some uh some job training in Kansas City this uh, last week, and my instructor and I had some very interesting conversations about uh where we came from, leaving the planet uh etc, so one of he was talking about the possibility of uh, like generation ships and interstellar travel and stuff like that. And if you have, if you start with a, uh, I'll say a massive ship, start accelerating it. As you move faster, your mass increases as your mass increases, you move faster. So it's like exponential uh, travel and acceleration. So that got me thinking, and I posed the question, and I'll, I'll ask you guys: What if every black hole that we see is a civilization's attempt at light speed travel? Because they would go so fast and get so massive, they would collapse in on that point. Thoughts? So you
1: think they tried to they tried to go up to the speed of light, and it just it became too much. Yep.
2: And space right. collapsed in on them. Hmm. It's just a thought that I had during that conversation. And I thought What's it was interesting. That
0: that's, how, that's how that works. What do you mean? So they, as they go faster, they increase mass. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Exponentially. Yeah. Why become a black hole, though?
2: Well, because at some point you reach a a mass that is not sustainable. Oh yeah. Just
1: a just a thought. Yeah, Yeah. that's interesting. Although
0: they gain mass out of control. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, like to go faster and faster, you need more and more fuel. But as you're going faster and faster, you're you become heavier. Like if I'm. Going one mile per hour, I weigh however much, but if I'm going 5,000 miles per hour, you know, I'm actually heavier now, you know, if I'm going 5 million miles per hour, I'm even heavier, you know, and so on. So as you approach the speed of light, you become, I don't know, infinitely heavy. I don't know. know, I I don't know
0: you reach some kind of critical mass or something like that and mm-hmm. implode upon yourself. Oh, mm-hmm. That's interesting. My like, physics game is not sharp enough to compete.
1: Like Evan, what's the what's the 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 simple formula? Isn't it mass times acceleration or what well, is
2: it? Force equals mass times acceleration. Yeah.
1: Force equals mass times acceleration. Okay.
2: Force can be gravity um can be a lot of different things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Lots of stuff to think about. Indeed. Anyways, and I I just wanted to mention that.
4: Interesting.
1: Concept. That is interesting. Uh alright. Show. Yes. So Let's should we here. talk
2: about some drinks?
1: Yeah, I see here it looks like we got a uh the
2: blue dinosaur beverages. Oh my
1: god, what is this? Gick gick blue?
0: Oh yeah. So I put that in there. I threw that in there just because I saw it. and I was like, "This is fun." Um, I've always wondered when I watch like futuristic TV shows and movies that take place or space stuff. I was like, "Where are these blue beverages? Where are these blue drinks that all these fucking space people are always drinking?" You know, like they're drinking like, as far as I'm concerned, they're drinking the fucking blue water from uh, a tampon commercial. Like, where, <laughs> like, 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 where is this blue? This blue drink that is not a sugary Kool Aid drink, but is a healthy futuristic meal replacement drink that tastes great and is wonderful and uh, apparently it's here it's arrived mm. it's a it's a wine made by a a uh, a spanish it's made made in by a spanish company and also by the university of basque blah blah blah, blah something in spain you'll have to read the article um or read the website check the website out but uh and it's uh made of two different wines two different kinds of grapes and then they use a chemical uh some natural chemical and um
1: yeah sounds real natural.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they use some kind of chemical and they uh anyway they use that chemical along with grape skins to get this blue color. And it's supposed to be really good. It's a sweet wine that's meant to be served cold. Very interesting. It's not in the US yet. It's about ten dollars or eleven dollars a bottle. Um that but uh sounds
2: reasonable isn't yeah. Romulan ale blue
0: I think it is yeah
1: or yellow I'm not sure I don't think it's yellow
0: but
2: James for all we know aliens could get their nutrition from tampon water so who are we to judge
0: very true you're absolutely you're 100% right
2: now I do like the tagline of this uh, this wine company it says it's not about grapes it's about the people so is this like soylent wine is it made of people skins
0: Jesus that's interesting. Blue
2: alien people skins? <laughs> oh, yeah. And the little be. picture looks like it's embedded in uh and the alternative to kryptonite. It's like some blue
1: crystal. <laughs> yep. The <laughs> yeah. website is interesting too. Are they are they not from America?
0: Yeah, they're they're yeah. based out of Spain.
1: Oh, Spain. It's interesting. So
0: you go... You, you don't get the Spanish stuff until you go to try to order it. You go to try to order it, and then this, this site instantly becomes like this Spanish, this crazy Spanish
1: website. Well, right at the bottom, it has something about cookies in Spanish, so, so I'm like, what's going on?
0: Oh, it's Jesus like,
2: Christ! The deeper the blue becomes, the more strongly it calls man towards the infinite, awakening him in a desire for the pure. <laughs> what the hell is this? What the fuck?! James, what is this fucking wine? Dude. Where do we get some? <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, man. It's good shit, man. You gotta have it. You you gotta have, to, have it. You
2: have to drink it with virtual reality goggles on.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Uh, I just confirmed Romulan Ale is blue. Yes. So, just so you guys know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's act- they actually sell an energy drink called Romulan Ale.
2: Yep, apparently. You bought me some like two years ago and I left it at your house. Excellent. Yep. I don't know if it's still sitting in yes. there. I'm assuming you probably drank it.
1: Yeah, I, I vaguely remember this. Um, yeah. Well, that was money well spent. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> no, that's cool. So, hey, man, a, a chance to be part of Star Trek. You know, yeah. Who wouldn't Who wouldn't jump at that?
2: Yep, gonna make some uh, shit. What is a neuropeptide cake for your birthday?
1: Some mint. <laughs> That'd be frosting. awesome with mint frosting, man. Come on.
2: <laughs> Just make a a regular, uh, chocolate cake and then dump some stem cells in it.
0: Ugh, oh, I bet stem cells are gooey Ugh. and fleshy. Well, <laughs> and veiny. They're probably veiny as fuck.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't Ew. think
2: stem cells have veins, James. <laughs>
0: Probably so many no, veins. If you,
2: <laughs> if you want to um, regrow your scrotum, perhaps it'll have some veins in it. Oh. <laughs> <Ugh>.
0: <laughs> no interest. I do want to prank somebody with a stem cell cake, though. That'd be interesting. Like, standard cake and then stem cells.
2: Stem oh. cells. I'll use the book, I'll use the, uh, the cookbook you got me, because those things can turn into stem cells, sort of. It's all of. protein. It's yeah. all protein
0: there, really. Yeah. <laughs> your, your, everything that it ma- makes has, like, 12 to. grams of protein. Yeah. <laughs> per, mm-hmm. per tablespoon. <laughs> yeah,
2: depending on, uh, depending on the day and how much I've cooked already.
0: Yeah. So, here's a funny, here's a funny, uh, side note that won't be in the show notes, um, <laughs> Uh, Thanks to our sponsor, Audible. Actually, not thanks to them at all, because I get Audible. I have Audible. My girlfriend uses my Audible account sometimes. And she was... Audible has this thing called channels that lets you listen to free stuff, um, like snippets. And one of them was a TED... She's listening to TED Talks, and one of them was like, uh, everything you need to know about orgasms. And my God, that is the funniest TED Talk you ever want to hear in your entire life. Um, The lady talks at least three times about a guy... His name's something Vandevelt. Vandevelt Vandevelt and he is a renowned semen sniffer. Um <laughs> like he he died, you know, like you know, several, you know, decades ago, but you know, um apparently he was like, "Oh yeah, after sex you can smell uh semen on a man on a, on a woman's breath after sex." Like, you know, and he would smell these women's breath. He like, was crazy, man. Like she's right she's telling all these crazy stories about these crazy anyway. So the point of the whole thing about these the stuff is that apparently some school did a study, I think Pitt did a study or something like that. She talks about it in her little talk. And the study is on um well, I'm not gonna get into it. Just Google the upsuck theory. It's very interesting and very fucking no, 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 hilarious. No, no. So, and totally has nothing to do with the aisle panel or its content, <laughs> but the Upsuck theory, so they wanted to figure out if the Upsuck theory was a real theory, so they said, hmm, we need to inject women with artificial semen and to, to study the Upsuck theory, so they were like, how do you make semen? Well, they wrote a white paper all about about how to make artificial semen, <laughs> and they have several recipes, and the lady was reading it, and she was reading the recipe, and at the end of re- the end of recipe, like, she was like, oh, it's just, like, a real recipe. It's like, it's like, uh, add flour, eggs, blah, 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 equals one serving of cupcakes. She's like, it's like, add cornstarch, blah, 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 and equals one ejaculate. And I was like, one ejaculate, yes! <laughs>
1: Some measurement,
0: I guess. I don't know. You know, whatever. I'll check tonight. I'll, I'll try to measure some out tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just pretty hilarious, pretty interesting. thing um, Maybe I'll find that TED Talk. So like did that.
2: they like flavor it somehow?
0: They did not flavor it. Uh, so
2: you could, I mean, how? Would oh, it, they put.
0: They put. Um, well, actually, how would you tell were, in,
2: in someone's breath?
0: No, I don't. No, he could smell it. This guy uh-huh. could smell it. Like he knows what jizz smells like. Right. He's a jig, a jizzpert, a jizz expert. Yeah. He knows what it smells like.
2: What if he just combed his mustache every day with semen and was like, "Oh yes, it smells like semen ah, all the time."
0: That's horrible. Everyone's breath does. That is a horrible thought. That's not. That's not a good place to be. Not at all. Um,
2: um, I'm not questioning his lifestyle. I'm just positing a. You no, know, we're a questioning possible... your lifestyle, Evan. Whatever, man. I, have, I haven't <laughs> cooked anything with that book, as far as you guys know. Oof! Exactly. Um, Sick fuck. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, just, just wait for your
1: birthday cake. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, jeez! It's like equals one ejaculate.
1: you yeah. riced. No, thank you.
0: Oh, by the way, Tropic Thunder Interactive was a video game on Philips CDI.
1: That's what I freaking said.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, "What is this on CDI?" <laughs> yeah,
0: Philips CDI. So go pick one up today for your uh, your garbage Philips player. The
1: closest I have to that, I have a Panasonic 3DO.
2: You got to hook up all your old consoles, Mike.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Mike's got everything. Definitely. Oh my god, let's, wait, we, we're, we're very close to game theory. Let's talk about, let's get into games, right? Really. We're off track in hardcore, let's get into games. Because there's one that I saw that I'm going to put a link in, so you guys can be like, what the fuck is this? So, Evan, tell us about Quake here, what do we got here?
2: Uh, I'm very excited. Um, Quake Champions was uh, announced, and there was a little reveal trailer at this year's E3. I believe uh, it's,
1: it's pronounced Champion.
2: You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> there was oh, a, oh, an wow. interview this, by a German cool. publisher, um, of uh, Tim Willets, is one of the ID Software representatives slash developers slash PR guy. He's always there at QuakeCon. Um, and they were just asking him some questions, you know, while showing some of the gameplay footage. And now a lot of people saw the reveal trailer and were sort of, well, excited, yes, but somewhat confused by the word champions because champions is what most of the MOBA games, like League of Legends, Dota, Overwatch, uh, that's what their characters are called. They're called champions. So everyone's like, is this a Quake MOBA? And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that bullshit. Um, but apparently, they will have some characters who will embody championship attributes, you know whatever that means. but uh the core of like quake gameplay uh you can rocket jump strafe jumping um they're going to base it around having a hundred and twenty hertz monitor and uncapped frame rates for you know the best experience your hardware can handle. Rather than, you know, uh, also it's going to be PC only. So rather than locking it at 30 FPS or 60 FPS for consoles um, and saying, oh, that's all you need. They're basically like, if this game is going to be fucking fast and awesome. If you have an awesome system, it's going to be even better. Um, They're not going to rush the release. It's been in development for Probably about a year, actually a little over a year, because, um, he mentioned last QuakeCon, they took some of the people, um, who were, you know, the, the professionals from the competitions, not myself, unfortunately, but they gave them a little, um, a little sample of the game and, and asked for their feedback. And it was very positive, according to, according to Tim. So whenever it does get released, uh, I have probably found myself a new game for the next 16 years. Mm -hmm. Or 17 years by that time. My. Yeah, but it's definitely an arena shooter. Mm -hmm. So it's not like an open world. Um, They kept the rocket launcher, rail gun, lightning gun, which are like some of the three most important weapons... Um, they kept some of the old characters. You can see towards the end of the gameplay, if you watch the minute and a half trailer or whatever, I don't think I linked to that, but I'll, I'll put one in there. Uh, at the end, you can see uh, the character named Visor using the gauntlet, which is like spinning blades, to impale one of the other characters, uh, Ranger. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good to see them.
0: Are there snippets of this in the video you posted? Yes. Okay, so yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, isn't Sarge part of Quake? Yes, he is. Is he in this? I mean, I feel like Sarge is like I feel like Sarge is like the face of Quake.
2: Um, I think he is. Some people who've who I've talked about this with, um, just on Facebook, mentioned they were uh they did see him in there. I didn't, so maybe I was confusing him like, from a distance with another character, but the ones that stuck out mostly to me were Visor and uh, and Ranger. I'm sure Sarge is in there. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's what I hope it'll be, I personally am not really attached to any one character because they'll all have, you know, the same weapons and uh, abilities. So it's just model preference, mostly. But it'd be nice to have him in there. They better have uh, the Doom character because I think he goes, you know, obviously way back to Doom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so let me ask you this, Evan.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What makes a. What is it that games, arena based games these, these days, are missing that makes Quake special? Um. Like, what's the Quake magic? What's, like, you know, I mean, obviously, this this, this kind of is, like, this, this coming out has got to be a, uh, I forget what the word is, but it's got to be, like, vindication for you and for other Quake fans who have been, like, <laughs> waiting all this time for the right thing to come, and it hasn't come. And this has got to be them saying, we recognize the right thing hasn't come, and we're going to try again here. We're going to get back to our roots. So,
2: I would probably say... Speed. Um, because a lot of, and you know, I'll just use strafe jumping as, as an example. If you had an unlimited uh, hallway, you could, you know, move in a certain way. You could strafe jump and keep moving faster and faster and faster, and, you know, rocket jump off the wall, or get more speed. But it seems like in a lot of games, like, Overwatch, and Doom, the comparative speed of the game is quite slow. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I'm sure it it balances out with some weapons and abilities, but I like Quake because it can be as fast as you want it to be. And also, um, it's... Some of the weapons are difficult to learn to use well and once you do learn to use them well they're extremely effective so it's you get a you get a satisfying return for the time that you put in to learn it which i can't say is not the case with any other game but uh it's managed to keep my attention for the last 16 years
0: So, here's the funny thing. When I watch people play Overwatch, I'm like, this game's too fast for me.
4: Really?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I look at it, I'm like, I don't get it. Although, I do recognize this one thing. Um, Overwatch doesn't have, to me, nothing that makes it special. I don't get it. Uh, Maybe it's because I'm old. It's like, like I look at Twitter, I'm like, I don't understand. You know? Or Reddit, I'm like, "Uh, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Um but maybe it's just an old guy thing but i just when i look at overwatch people are like oh overwatch this shit it's so great oh my god i just want to like freaking go blow a horse It's wonderful i don't i i just don't get it like i don't get the relevance i don't get why it's interesting it's like seems like a more comic booky less reality based less um like less reality based knockoff of team fortress 2 and it seems like they took The gameplay mechanics, basic gameplay mechanics, are team-based tactical gameplay mechanics um, that are forced upon you by Team Fortress Two, which is a good thing. You know, this character is obviously a healing character, a building character. This character is obviously an assaulting character. This character is obviously a stealthy character. You know, they took that mechanic and they forced it into another thing with characters you characters or a world view you know from other Blizzard games. So I, I just. I don't know. I, I feel like if Steam, if not Steam, but if Valve had done what they were supposed to do, then Team Fortress 2, there wouldn't have been, this wouldn't even have existed. Because Team Fortress would have been, like, boosted up ten times over to something better. And I don't even look at Val. I mean, I think when we first talked about Overwatch, like, uh, a while back, when we first started doing this show, I think, we talked about Overwatch, and another show, another another game, we kind of said, oh, maybe this is going to be a Quake-like, you know, the new Quake. You know, or a Quake type game, mm-hmm. and I think it's far from that. I and I, I only watched pl- you play Quake, you know, or I knew of you playing Quake, and I played a little Quake when I was younger, like Quake One. We played over the network at my buddy's house, and I played Quake the game when it was like a single. When there was some single player aspect to it, and uh, you know, Doom and stuff. But otherwise, you know, I, I just don't get the. I don't know. I don't see the comparison. I don't see it's not a game like Quake, and and I, that's what I see. You know, I know you're looking at it from a more like targeted viewpoint. You're like, yeah, I know Quake, and I know this isn't it. But
2: when yeah, so uh, one re- another reason why games are fun or not fun is uh, the community, and anyone who plays Quake now is pretty much. A, I'll, I'll say a diehard slash tryhard, if, if that's not too harsh. No, Um don't get it. There's definitely a high salt content in the Quake community. Um, <laughs> I will say that... High Team salt Fort- content?
0: Yeah. Motherfuckers are salty, yo.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, for Team Fortress 2, it was a really good game at first, and then the whole community basically turned into trolls. And it kind of died. So what I don't like about Overwatch is it can, and what I do like about Quake, is it can be fast or slow, however you play it. Um, But I like the simplicity of Quake because, at least, you know, Quake Live, um, you're all, the only uh, differentiating factor is your skill. Otherwise, like the physics are the same, abilities are the same, weapons are the same for every player in the game. It's just how you use them. Whereas with Overwatch, you know you could have like uh, I think his the name his name is like Reinhardt or whatever, the big slow moving guy with a shield, right. or you can play some other character like Widowmaker, or someone who you can like teleport back and forth and twirl your guns and hop up on top of buildings. Um. I prefer more balanced games. And if that makes them more simple, then, yeah, it's whatever. But that's what I enjoy. I also do not particularly gravitate towards realism. So, like The Division. I'm sure it would be fun to play. But it's, you know... Or or if you want to call Battlefield or Call of Duty realistic. um, It's not what I would choose first.
0: It's not fun to play. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like okay, for I think if I was and I'm a realism Nazi when it comes to games, okay? I would if I was going to play Quake, I would not play Quake for realism, and I don't think I feel like the people who play Quake probably don't play it because of that. Like that wouldn't even like honestly it doesn't come into my mind as a reason not to play Quake. My reason's not to play Quake would be like uh, the people who've been playing it have been playing it for too long and are too too expert level at it. Um, it's too fast for me, and I don't like the environment. The environment's too dark and too gloomy for me. You know, it is not open enough, and I feel, like, freaking, like, constricted in it. And it's the same goes for, uh, like, that's why I don't like CSGO. I used to play tons of CS, of, C- of Counter-Strike when it first came out. And, uh, you know, eventually, you know, once I've played the same level, like, freaking 35 times, I'm just like, I'm done. You know what I mean? It's not it's boring now. I've been... I, every game possibility, I've done it. I'm, like, tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get people who can continue to play CSGO over and over again. It's just not interesting to me anymore. Um, and that's the same thing for Quake. It's just like, you know, I think it's like an, it's an acquired taste. And that's why it wouldn't appeal to me, not for the realism aspect. Because I feel like the game offers so much more as a game. You're not approaching it from a, like, oh, man, I want to... Play realistic space combat or realistic like World War One combat or whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, but Quake Champions coming out next week. It'll be in stores. Oh, never mind. Okay, <laughs> when's it coming yeah. out, Evan?
2: <laughs> uh, they don't have a release date yet.
0: Probably, what do you what do you, if you were to guess me next year? You think?
2: Um, probably early twenty eighteen.
0: Okay, that footage, that's probably put pre pre rendered. Cinematics, yeah. not gameplay.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Just like any, you know, cutscenes, yeah.
0: cutscene. So I would, I'd be kind of interested to see what they do with the in the cinema, what the the actual gameplay footage looks like. If they depart too heavily, um, I guess they won't because they know their audience at this point. Like they know who's going to play this game, so they will. Gonna, they're going to do everything they can to avoid departing too far from it. But I'd like to see the gameplay footage, so we'll be looking for that with bated breath. Um, yeah,
2: and as for um, something interesting to watch for Quake Live. Um, a friend of mine just put together a frag video, which I will link to you guys as soon as I am able to pull it up again. And I'll put it in the show notes. I think it's like 10 minutes long or something.
0: Dude, post that one. I have it on, I have it in the MPG, MP, MPEG four of it mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere on a CD. Um, the trick jumping one yeah mosaic mosaic yes yeah is that on youtube somewhere it must be right yeah post that one that's probably the best thing i've ever seen anyone do it's so cool and it's like to me all the reasons you would play quake i think that's like the coolest shit in the world forget about like playing the game just make videos of doing that all day it's really cool and that that kind of expands on all the reasons why school, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, the the altered physics and the ability to do more, you know. So I think it's pretty cool for that reason. Yep, um, we'll do.
2: All
0: right, so we got Star Trek Bridge uh, Player Multiplayer. This is kind of interesting.
2: What's yeah. So, a uh, one of uh, PlayStation VR is coming out, and um, they're going to be releasing about fifty titles, which I thought was pretty pretty impressive, uh, given the relatively new state of VR on consoles to have 50 games coming out. Um, I think it's $400 in... I want to say this year, but I could be wrong. I'd have to watch the video again. Anyways, it shows four people sitting in, you know, a little, uh, little computer room, and they're each playing this game, Star Trek Bridge Crew. And one of them's, you know, the communications officer, one of them's captain, one of them's tactical um one of them's Khan. so eh, the the controls do seem a little clunky but of course you're not sitting in front of the uh the control panel you're holding a couple things in your hands basically but they really seem to enjoy it and you can you can uh punch it the throttle go to warp uh you can target enemies you can you know fire at them you have heads-up displays obviously you're wearing a vr headset but um, I think it's a. I was mostly interested in it because it's Star Trek. Um, but I can see a a group of friends or like a guild or something creating their own uh, crew. And I don't know if this would work in Star Citizen. Has he said if VR will be uh compatible?
0: Um. Yeah. They they're, they said that VR is part of the plan, but they're not implementing it for it'll be more than a year more than it, more than a year or two away um, okay for sure
2: for those multi-crew ships i think it would be kind of cool to do a, a vr version
4: yeah but the I, video is
2: a couple minutes long um it really all it wanted me it it made me want to do is build build it like an l cars control panel <laughs>
0: See, I think that would be awesome. that there, would be awesome there's um there's a game called and I saw this, and it looks like is this the same thing? No, okay, this is a video about people doing something similar okay, so there's a game called Artemis spaceship bridge simulator um where everyone like you actually uh let me see there's pictures here. I think everyone has to have like. Like, like on your computer, you're playing that role. Like, you can't walk around and stuff, but you're playing the role of, like, this character or that character. Same as that. Same. Um, there's a, And there's a video here by Rev3 Games where they kind of all do it in Star Trek uniforms. It's kind of funny. Nice. Um, and then there's another game that Devil Dog Gamer, one of my favorite YouTubers, played. God damn, what's it called? Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy! It's a multiplayer s- starship simulator game where everyone there's a big massive bridge and the captain stands in the middle, and then you have a pilot and you have tactical, you have an engineer, you have, um, you have a. Uh, have we flight... talked about
2: it before? It's not Elite Dangerous, is it?
0: It's not Elite Dangerous. Elite, elite Dangerous, as far as I know, doesn't have multi crew yet. Okay. Um, Star Citizen has multi crew, but it's not fleshed out. To the point where um, these other games are, uh, where, like, Artemis, you can't really walk around, as far as I know, but, um, and I haven't seen the Star Trek one yet, but Artemis, you can't walk around. This other one, you can walk around the whole ship and land Mm -hmm. and go on boarding missions and stuff. It's very cool. The, the the combat's kind of, like, lame. It's kind of weird because they've put more focus into building this really robust bridge. But, like, you can do uh, electronic warfare on the other ships and combat electronic warfare. Things are always catching on fire. <laughs> so you're like, get the fire extinguisher. You're running around putting out fires all over the place. It's a pretty cool game. Uh, and, you you know, you jump from place to place. Um, I'll find the link and I'll put it in here uh, for you guys to see. But the Star Trek one, I can't wait because that's obviously newer and that would be something that I would love to play, uh, as far as as far as like you know, just being a Star Trek fan fanboy. You know, what I mean? only
1: problem is none of us have a PlayStation, whatever.
0: Yeah, we're at tools.
2: Yeah, we're gonna have uh, I'll to go spend a grand. Might as well just get an HTC Vive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see. Whatever. the
2: VR is definitely in its infancy, and it's only gonna get better.
1: Well, I don't know. I heard uh, Leo talking about this the other day. He's like...
2: VR's dead already?
1: He's thinking it's like the 3D TV. No. It's like... Eh, Leo Laporte, it's going to be Laporte, here, it's going to be gone. You know, it's going to be...
0: Leo Laporte's old and doesn't get it. So, I don't think... Oh! I, uh, yeah, I don't... I, I think... I, and I hate to say that because I love Leo Laporte. He's a very smart guy and he just has, a great, has many great podcasts. I advise anybody who hasn't seen his podcast. I mean, his podcast is the inspiration for my very first one. So... But I just think that like VR is going to be an it's going to be something that you'll have to see the util like someone his age will have to see the utilitarian uses for it. And if you don't see like the utility in it, then you're not going to understand the gaming. For everyone
1: to know what VR is all about, go watch an old TV show called VR Five. Then get back to me. Don't 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 do that. Is that like the show reboot? I don't know that one.
2: Oh. It's crap. We, we got some research to do. Uh, VR5 is
0: an actual reboot. It's so like a computer animated show. It's awesome. Yeah. And really weird. VR5 is an actual TV show that's not animated. It has some Like a
1: live action TV show.
0: Yeah, it's a live action TV show. It's um, crap. Yeah, it's um, crap. garbage.
1: Who's ever seen the movie Disclosure? They got some VR going on in there. You know, Michael Douglas, Demi Moore.
2: They got some VR and Hackers, too.
1: They do have some VR and hackers, kind of briefly. See, that was that was the whole time period was oh VR's coming, VR's coming. Yeah, virtual you know, boy, lawnmower man, you know. I mean. Yeah,
2: but okay. So if you want to compare it to 3D TVs, <laughs> weren't 3D TVs like four grand?
1: Well, I'm sure they're six hundred bucks now. I mean, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah,
2: but I mean, that was a steep price of entry. If you can get a VR headset for four hundred, probably more people will.
0: I think we're in the world of probably. VR. I, think, I think we're going to be in the world of VR now. I mean, with Get a Hololens reality, for three grand, right? Yeah, but that's the developer version. <laughs> they'll they'll come True. out with something. True. I mean, I think the I think the 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 path has been laid with Google Glass, Hololens, and all these other things to give us real augmented reality. And I think with augmented reality, which everyone knows, everyone wants the Minority Port world in their life, as far as like being able to move things and from the virtual world in their real world. Like everyone wants that. And I think that is what it's gonna take for VR to truly take off. Because VR
1: So it's not really gonna be VR, it's gonna be well, AR. No.
0: I think there'll be augmented reality, but I think there'll also be VR. There'll be full submersion.
1: It'll be know, both.
0: We'll have the we'll have the full reality we we'll be able to put on a headset and go. You know? We'll be able to fully escape. The, we just need the right games, right apps and right utilities. Like if someone made a like a full computer desktop, a new OS all in VR, a VR operating system that gave me the power of, like, Windows or Mac OS and browsers and everything like that. Dude, can you imagine that? Can you imagine, like, you come home, you put on a thing.
1: Johnny you know? Mnemonic.
0: Sure. Okay, it's been on TV and movies a lot. But <laughs> you put on a thing, and you can now work in the web, and you zoom in, zoom out. No limitations. You know, who cares if it's in HTML5 or whatever? It's, on, it's being viewed on my browser. I can zoom into any level and see and work and all kinds of stuff. That'd be great. I can pull up another bra- another webs another page that's an actual desktop. If I don't work on desktop apps, you know, or Linux apps or some Linux based thing, like that's the future of VR. And once someone makes something like that, the utility's going to shine. You know,
2: I think it will also succeed because of the prevalence of indie developers these days. Because when 3D TVs came out, yeah. you pretty much you had to depend on 3D TV content
0: and or movies, yeah, movies,
2: right. Actually. But now if you if anyone can get a VR headset and you just develop for it on a computer you already have, you can create any any reality you want and distribute it.
1: So you're saying it's gonna be easier for developers to make content?
2: Yeah, and easier for consumers to consume it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a lower bar to entry as far as like like, if, like, a team of three people can get on the web and just make some make some con- make some stuff, compared to now, compared to, like, just being, being like, a three-person team, being like, yeah, we're gonna make a, vi- a 3D movie. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. So.
2: Lots to look forward to.
0: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Let All me
0: right. give you guys this one real quick. Uh, let me give you two things real quick. Well, I'm gonna give, just to stay in the vein of what we're talking about multi-crew here, um, We've got the this one HMS Mul- Uh Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this was very cool, honestly. Now I challenge you guys to watch this, but I don't want you to watch it right now. Um, just take my word for it, and I anyone who listens to watches the show who's interested in this, um, and I, I feel like this is the kind of game my dad would love. You know. So like Evan's dad might like this, or you know Michael's dad might like this because it's basically it's it's a World War Two submarine simulator. It's on Kickstarter. It's made by a uh, some, it's a Swedish by a Swedish company, and the the submarine group in the featured in the game is a, the Swedish naval a Swedish Navy or whatever. But it's uh it's the it's the Swedish it's a it's a submarine multi crew submarine simulator and basically in the game um there's like basically six, 15 minutes goes by they get a letter from the captain gets a letter from the department of defense or whatever and the letter says tune to this station on your enigma device and they have an actual enigma machine in there they tune to that station and then a morse code comes in and it's like duh, 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 and it like the codes the morse code on the bottom it's like kz05 space kz 69 a b c g you know And it's like it's like fucking 300 characters of gobbledygook and it's like decode this you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> use your enigma machine to decode this so the guy like you have to sit there he's like a and you see that he's doing it with a mouse clicking and he's like AZ5. He's like, "Okay, I think these are coordinates, blah blah blah." And they're like him and his buddy are trying to figure it out to pilot this submarine. <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing you ever see. And I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't want to pl- I wouldn't want to play a game with that level of realism, but I know there's people out there who do. Oh yeah. Know? I know there's people out there who do. So like you decode the message, then you have to go and there's like there's a there's a station for there's a weapons officer station, the guy who fires fires torpedoes and reloads them. There's a station, a whole station where the guy's listening to sonar, listening for engine noises, depth charges, everything. There's a station in the back where the guy, he has to do the... to, To dive and raise the ship is such a complicated action. The guy's, like, in the front. He's like, okay, switch. He's like, switch batteries to off, switch diesel on. He's like, now, put battery bank three and four to charge. Okay, now... Dump ballast 5 and 6. Okay, dumping ballast 5. And, I mean, it's like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? 20 you know?
2: degree down bubble.
0: Yeah, exactly. But dude, that is real multi-crew. Yeah. Like, I want to see five guys play that game. You know, when it, sh- when it, when it, when it, when it shapes up more. Like, I want to watch that. Um, right now, it's him and a buddy in the, in the video. I've just posted up. Devil Dog Gamer. I suggest he loves, he does lots of simulators as far as military stuff and they're really great uh he does a very very complicated to fly a10 simulator from dcs world it's pretty amazing um so i advise everybody go check his stuff out but um this is really cool i think it's very awesome and in the end it's like a 26 minute long video but at the end of the video they sink they sink they blow themselves up (laughs) you know by firing like either they blow up a tube blow up a torpedo in the tube or something something crazy they do something dumb but the game is not done yet. it's still in alpha there's like there's no character models, so they're invisible to each other. um you know there's lots of animations and stuff missing, but it's still very cool. They've done a lot to say that the game is in early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so on to my favorite game uh with multi crew uh Star Citizen, we just mentioned it a little bit earlier, so Star Citizen does have multi crew. Um, I don't know how we got into talking about multi-crew, so we're mostly talking about VR, but uh, <laughs> Um there is multi-crew in Star Citizen as far as as far as it's shelled out now is just like you have a person flying the ship and then you have a person who can control shields and uh power. So you can divert power to weapons or to this or to that or to alter shields, or you can put all the power shield power to the front shields, left shields, starboard shields, right port shields, and rear shields. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, um, but that's really it right now. That's well, all they James, put in. Yeah.
1: Once they get all this VR stuff going, it's going to be great for games like Star Citizen.
0: Absolutely. Sure.
4: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You're going to have people not leave their house. People are going to quit their jobs. <laughs> you know, they're going to try to like, people are going to try to start work. They're going to, people going to find jobs where they can stay at home. And literally work from inside a tiny screen in their VR headset because they'll want to be in the game. Is it
1: going to be like that? uh, That movie with Bruce Willis and uh... absolutely,
0: I totally believe that. I think that's that's the future of America for a certain generation. Maybe not ours, but maybe maybe the generation after millennials. I think it will be. Hmm. Um, It'll be it'll be the beginnings of that because games will be that good, and we'll become more of a our society will be more dead more a telework society, and people will be able to stay at home and do stuff. Um, so, the other thing I want to mention about Star Citizen is they just had a ship sale. Uh, they released the Drake Dragonfly. This is the long-awaited pirate motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> that is a space born motorcycle. It has three modes. Space, uh, aerial, fl- uh, space flight, compact mode for for, like, sitting in in a hangar and then ground ground flight. Uh honestly, it's the coolest thing in the world. Um I bought two of them. Uh, <laughs> how much um, were they? Well, I bought a package that had a Drake caterpillar, which is the Drake very large. It's a extra large pirate shipping vessel that has all kinds of goodies in it. I shouldn't have bought it. But it came in a package with that and two dragonflies. So it was three hundred bucks. Um it's not bad. So it was a lot of money for something I'll never touch in real life. L- LTI? LTI. All LTI. LTI means uh lifetime insurance. So anytime the ship gets anytime any of that stuff gets destroyed, I can always get it back. Um But uh honestly awesome. I bought it on a good, on a... I don't
1: I don't need to buy it now.
0: Yeah, but I was super
2: like maneuverable or something?
0: The caterpillar, not really, but the 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 dragonfly, yes. And there's they don't have any. There's not. It's not in the game yet, but there's tons of pictures. And I'll pull up a photo and I'll give it to, I'll give it to you guys. So you can see and if you want to look at it, it's it's cool looking. Honestly, that's the only thing about it. It's just cool looking. It looks awesome. I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait. You know, some I'm a <laughs> moron. I'm an idiot. You know, I'm a fucking idiot. Um,
1: it's all cool, bro.
0: But. Uh, I told
1: you, man, my dream in Second Life was to be a cat burglar. So, in now, uh,
2: Was that like dress up and cosplay like a cat and burgle people's houses, or break into people's houses and steal their cats?
1: More like break into people's houses and steal things. And, and I replace guess. Place
2: them with cat pictures.
1: I don't know why it's called a cat burglar. I no, guess because you're like action. climbing around stuff or something? I don't know. You know, I'm not sure why the, the term cat burglar ever came to be. We don't really use that anymore in uh modern society, but uh you know, it is a it is a term. unfortunately uh, yeah. in Second Life it's not really possible because of the way the game is designed, so I could never really realize my my dream, but uh it looks like with Star Citizen that's like totally hundred percent you know, part of the plan.
2: Yeah, burgle to your heart's content.
0: Pretty yeah, much. You, you can do basically whatever you want there. Uh, it
2: looks like a a better version of like a Star Wars speeder bike.
0: Yeah, exactly what it looks like. Exactly what it looks like. Um very cool. And then they've got a the caterpillar. They got pictures of the caterpillar there if you want to see it. Caterpillar is probably one of the biggest the biggest uh well, not the biggest, but it's a pretty pretty large ship. Uh, it has several compartments I'm really proud of buying it, even though it's a virtual ship in a virtual game um each one of those <laughs> compartments can be outfitted with different things a workshop, a hangar bay, a sleeping compartment, a weapons compartment uh storage all kinds of stuff and it's basically multiple chunks that all snap together uh to make one big ship. It's pretty cool and if this one comes with two two uh I got the package that comes with... Uh, they re-released the Caterpillar for this sale. And it comes with two of these uh, Dragonflies. So, pretty cool. Why not? I figured. Shits and giggles. Uh, if you want, if you look down at the bottom, you can see all the price points. It's $35 by itself if you guys want to get it uh, with LTI. But I totally suggest... like One thing, I'll repeat the mantra for anybody who plays Second Life, anybody who plays Star Citizen. You do not have to buy anything uh, to play the game. Uh, I mean, you have to buy a basic package. You have, to buy the, you have to buy the game, but beyond that, you don't have to buy anything to for when the game comes out. You don't Only have to if buy you're a maniac. Only if you're a maniac, yeah, and all the money goes to supporting the game, so you're not buying, I'm not buying, like this game, this ship is, this. none of these ships are out yet, none of them have been released. They'll probably, probably the, probably the Caterpillar will come in October or something, the Dragon Plans will come either later on this summer. So you bought it,
1: but you out. don't actually have it.
0: No, the renders are already done, I'm sure, for the, the, the Caterpillar, the Dragonfly, and the Caterpillar renders look like they're already done, too, but they'll probably wait till the next big release, Con, to release it. But uh, it looks every, pretty cool. Every
1: time you say Caterpillar, I think of the Caterpillar Drive oh, on, yeah. the, on the Red October in the movie The Hunt for Red October. Yeah, because you're
2: talking
0: about submarines. <laughs> caterpillar Drive. Yeah.
2: I think of an actual Caterpillar. I do, too,
0: actually. Well.
1: You both are gross.
0: I'm looking at the picture <laughs> and I'm thinking of a caterpillar, like I'm thinking of a furry caterpillar. Ugh! Um, my favorite kind of caterpillars. Ugh! Um, Jesus Christ! You touch them and they
2: <laughs> they curl up into a, a
1: a ring. Why would you touch them,
0: dude? Ugh. I used to I used to play with those. I used to oh, pick up caterpillars. caterpillar. they're great. You and take those I used to have them walking on my hand. One time, one. Oh.
2: <laughs> Mike is wincing right now yeah, oh, in like
0: shock time. and
2: pain
1: Christ
2: dude oh. you are the only person I know who is afraid of completely harmless insects <laughs>
1: mm. yeah what's up you want to talk about it <laughs> I <know what's> up. <laughs> fuck that how about that fuck those bu- fuck those bugs in,
2: as a matter of fact, one turns one thing you're terrified of transforms into another thing you're terrified of.
1: Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> one horrifying thing begets another horrifying thing. You're not surprise, surprise there, huh? Yeah. yeah That's one thing. thing. If you were ever to design
2: a virtual reality world, there'd be no bugs whatsoever.
1: Why would there be bugs? I don't know. Authenticity? yeah authenticity that's why we're going into vr <laughs> <laughs> cuz the real world's great <laughs> yeah um, it's like if there, if we want the real world we could just be in the real world cuz it's so awesome shootings fucking i just saw the a metro station is closed in dc cuz someone got stabbed there you know yeah. yeah
2: no surprise
1: yeah real life is is awesome
2: yeah, the graphics are great. Gameplay sucks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And it's pay to win. Exactly. Yep. Exactly.
1: You got that, right? Oh, there you go. Like he said it. He said it, folks. He's not sugarcoating it anymore.
0: Yep. Not holding anything back. Pay to win. Uh, done and done. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Dragonfly is—you uh, can guys go buy it. It's thirty-five bucks if you want to get it. And, uh, nice. The the combination, the Dragonfly Caterpillar pack is three hundred bucks. Um, you can buy the looks uh, like Drake caterpillar, dragonfly, and if you want to just just the caterpillar, just the dragonfly, the, excuse me, just the caterpillar, it's two forty five. Um, on a, it's on a special re release, but I don't know why you'd pay two forty five for the for the caterpillar where you can get the caterpillar and two dragonflies, which are thirty five each for together, all together. Uh, and they come in black, and they're supposed to come in a bunch of different other colors, too. It's very interesting. Anyway, very cool little ship. For some reason, I thought it was the stupidest thing in the world, but now that I see it, I'm, like, totally in love with it. I think it looks awesome. Um, and I know people don't get it, but you got to play Star Citizen to get it. It's just, How many
1: ships do you have now, James?
0: Dude, it's out of control now, man. It's getting out of hand. It's slowly getting out of hand.
2: You're building your
1: fleet.
0: Yeah, but I don't have, to I have at least
1: I have at least two ships.
0: I got, like, three friends. So I don't need this many ships. Um let's see, I've got the <laughs> Caterpillar, I've got two uh two two dragonflies, I've got uh what else I got here? We got I've the got base got a,
1: ship, a, what is it, the Mustang or what is it?
0: Uh MISC Reliant Tana Skirmisher Edition. I just that's the one I just bought. I bought a oh yeah, I bought a Buccaneer, the Fighter. Uh I bought that just recently on in May. Uh, quite reckless of me. Then I got a Kruger <laughs> P- P-52 P Maryland. And then I got a Mustang Alpha, which is the first one I started with.
2: Nice. Did you get rid of the one that you told me to buy? Which I did buy.
0: Which one was that?
2: Uh, I want to say it started with an S. I don't remember. You're like, it's the best all-around ship in the game.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, didn't get, I, didn't, I never got that. I didn't buy that one. Oh, I thought you did no okay I, you were just I, flying
2: it on like a free play weekend or
0: something yeah yeah yeah. i, I like it though you're a sucker um, evan no no the one he got is good um <laughs> no the one i have which is this is new just came out with it's the buccaneer this is the pirate version of that ship sort of uh, and it's supposed to be an all-around fighter whatever honestly this has the most guns of any ship in the game on a, on a small frame which is pretty amazing but, anyway, we're talking about a video game here. But if you guys are into Star Citizen, that's the Star Citizen news there. Go check it out. 2.4 is out. Go have some fun. They fixed a lot of bugs. So, enjoy. Links in the description.
1: Awesome. Alright, what about this HMS whatever? Is that the thing you were telling us oh, about? Oh, that's, that's a submarine game. game. That's game. A submarine game. Oh, it's okay. Awesome. Alright, cool. So, now, it's time for the Yum! Update. Uh, James, I think, uh, we wanted to hear all about what, uh, what your, what your whole deal is, at least in the morning.
2: Your caterpillar so, uh, protein
0: shake? Yeah. yeah. All caterpillars. Um, I don't...
1: He loves them, them just... so much he grinds them up and...
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I grind them to a <laughs> fine paste. Yeah. Um...
2: The fur really gives you a good, a good texture.
0: Ugh. Throat tickling. Um... <laughs> uh, ugh. Jesus. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. See? Okay,
0: <laughs> See? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so basically I try to make it in a rule a rule for myself in the morning. I do a shake. Um I've been doing a protein shake. Well, I want to call it a protein shake. I'll say a meal replacement shake. a GNC it's called uh um I forget what it's called. It's a GNC meal replacement shake. It's like Ultra
2: Lean uh, or something.
0: Yeah, Lean Lean, in the name. Lean Shake. It's called Lean Shake. Um so GNC Lean Shake, I do that and that's a meal replacement. I'm not going to say it's I don't think it's a great meal replacement. I'm still very hungry, you know what I mean? So I'm not very hungry, but I, I I I'm not full when I eat it, when I drink it, you know? But it has good flavor and it's got a lot of vitamins, a lot of protein. So that's why I enjoy it. Um that's why I do it. I normally mix that in with a two like a one serving of their flavored uh Vitamin, men's mega vitamins. the GNC mega vitamins or whatever. Is it a powder? It's a powder, yeah. And it comes in chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Um, I normally mix that into uh, to give it a little more flavor, a little more taste, a little more flavor, and get the vitamins. I have not done that recently because for some reason I was getting cramps, um, like in the middle of the night. Because I switched my vitamins to at night because people said, um, when I say people, I mean one of the experts at my job who is not an expert at anything. But he said that you should take vitamins at night because so you don't piss out the nutrients. Which I did notice if anyone who takes men men's megavitamins knows you piss green for like three or four hours after taking them. Because your your body's dumping all the extra extra vitamins and all the extra stuff. So, you know, I decided I'd give it a try. The the two nights I did it, I got the worst cramps of my entire life. So uh or not cramps <laughs> like Charlie Horses, so like leg cramps. Really? And I, like, at 4 a.m., I'm getting up, like, walking it off, and I'm in the worst pain in the world.
2: You Were you know? drinking water? Because yeah. you can get cramps if you're dehydrated.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I drank – that was my solution, drink tons of water and also put ice on the cramps. That seemed to, like, back them down. But once I stopped taking the vitamins altogether, I didn't have a problem. So I don't know if it's the vitamins. I don't know if something new, like, my body hates me now. I don't really know. But I've I've started going to a all-natural shake and kind of forgetting, like – uh meal replacements and all that kind of stuff because basically what i've been doing is meal i'm doing meal replacements and then still eating like a small breakfast so what i decided was i'm gonna go an all healthy all like all vegetable filled shake to get me those natural stuff so normally i'll do um some spinach or some kale uh i'll do strawberries i'll do blueberries Uh, I don't do, do, I don't do any raspberries or blackberries or anything. I don't do anything with seeds or bits just because my, I have a Ninja pro and it still doesn't get that stuff. You know? Um, I know some people's, uh, mixers do, do, uh, chop that stuff up. Mine doesn't. So I just avoid it. I'm not saying it's bad. I know a lot of people do try it. If you're, if you're, if you're a thing like Michael, you have a Vitamix, so Mm -hmm. maybe yours will get it, you know, but mine will not. Evan has one
1: too, actually.
0: Yeah, so I don't do blackberries and stuff. I don't do anything with seeds. Um, I know some people do chia seeds. Uh, I've done chia seed powder, and I like chia seed powder. Um, I've not done chia seeds themselves, but that's it. Go for it. They're really good. Uh, I felt, some of the best times I felt really good after a shake was with chia seed powder. Um, I do also uh, do the frozen stuff. Uh, The frozen stuff, they say, doesn't have as many nutrients as the fresh stuff, but sometimes fresh is just too expensive. The frozen stuff. So, yeah, like,
2: Like frozen strawberries?
0: Yeah, frozen strawberries. uh, Frozen, right now in the freezer, I've got a frozen strawberry uh, peach pineapple mix, along with fresh strawberries. And then I always do, I always have frozen blueberries in the refrigerator. I think, I don't think it matters. I mean, well, I
2: don't don't know if like the ice crystals damage anything, but in general, um, like fresh from the farm or right off the vine is best. The next best is frozen because it's frozen right off the vine. And anything that you buy in the produce aisle as fresh is still older than what's frozen.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mmm, there you go. Doesn't suffer from the the, uh, Dorian Gray effect.
2: Is that similar to the caterpillar effect? Is
0: so when you take a picture of a strawberry, it gets older and older, even though the strawberry actually physically gets younger and younger? Is that what's happening?
2: <laughs> Turns a grayish color. starts starts screaming the name Dorian.
0: <laughs> That's what I was to say. Dorian. <laughs> so your semi sentient strawberries turn gray and grayer and yell only one phrase, frustrating you and scientists alike. <laughs>
1: No, what I'm thinking of is, um, I don't know, a thing where, like, okay, I, obviously I saw this in a TV show, so I'm sure it's total bullshit, but <laughs> let's say you kill somebody, you freeze the body, right? You put mm-hmm. them in a freezer, they've been in the freezer for five years, okay? Then you take them out, okay? They thaw them out, you leave them somewhere, they find them, right? They find mm-hmm. him right after he's thawed out. All of a sudden, like so, okay, let's get him back to the thing, you know, we do an autopsy or whatever. They're like, Man, this guy is decomposing real quick. Like, what's going on? It's like because five years have passed, it's like it's like catching up.
0: No, that doesn't make any sense.
2: I do know it depends on how fast you freeze things.
0: Yeah, I think it's the ice crystals that damage if you let if you let if you freeze something to the point where ice crystals can get in there. They expand and contraction. The expansion and contraction fucks things up. If you flash freeze something, then I don't think you will have a problem. You know. Well, the,
2: the when you flash freeze it, um, the crystals are very small. Yeah. So when you get large ice crystals, that's when it starts to puncture a lot of the cell walls, and if you thaw it, it'll just be a mush.
0: Ugh. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, what you're talking about there is Michael's magic. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, the effect of magic. Got God
2: it. works in mysterious ways.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you freeze it, if you kill somebody and freeze their body for five years, dude, the Dorian Gray effect is the last thing you need to worry about in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm not
1: saying you need to worry about it. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying.
0: He's like, your alibi, you know, be Fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I think about these things, James.
0: Yeah, right. I feel um,
1: no. So, in any okay, case, so so you said you're so you're not using the GNC Lean Shake anymore.
0: Um, I, I still have some. Uh, I'm probably not going to buy more of it. Uh, I'm I'm going to look for something to put in there, like maybe some kind of a protein or something like that, but nothing too crazy. I'm going to try to keep it very low key and just go with it because uh, a buddy of mine, he actually grows spinach, so he's been bringing me fistfuls. Of really fresh, really big spinach, um, and that just that shit just you feel so good after you have that. You put that in your blender, and the spinach you get out of a out of the ground not out of the ground, but you know, the, the real spinach out, out of
1: the, spinach, the bag at the store.
0: Yeah, I guess <laughs> compared to like like if I could show you, I don't have any right now, but like a spinach for the for the people on who's watching watching me live, um, like a spinach <laughs> leaf. That you get, someone gets out of their ground, out of the ground, and the spinach leaf that you, like, here's the spinach leaf out of the ground, here's the spinach leaf from the store. Like, it's just a ridiculous difference, and that's mm-hmm. literally the size difference. It's massive. So, you have these big, massive, fat, healthy leaves, and then you have these, like, freaking tiny, like, little tiger paws. You yeah, know. it's baby spinach. Yeah, it's baby spinach, exactly. And that's basically what you find when you can find spinach. mm mm-hmm. So, um... I'm not saying that I can always get this fresh spinach, I can't, but, you know, when you can, I think you should always try, like, go to a farmer's market, get some for the week, or whatever, and just blend every day, blend them in, make a frickin' salad, whatever, even if, if it starts to go bad, just, you know, if you think it's gonna go bad, blend it up. Also, there's a great, um, Life Hacks on, on, uh, I can't think of, I think it's, what's that site that Gene Chupron used to write for, Michael? Life Hacker? hmm yeah on lifehacker they have a great video on how to keep um like kitchen hacks and one of them is keeping spinach keeping lettuce and leafy greens fresh and i think it involves paper towels and the colander and stuff and i did it and it works you know what i mean i kept it fresh for almost a week without it like at getting weird you know but uh yeah that mm-hmm. that, that that's hmm. a great thing i put that in my i put that in my blender and i put i put uh I guess if I work out, I'd put some casting powder in there or something like that, you know. You but, could try
2: uh, some pea protein.
0: Uh, pea protein, what's that?
2: As a lot of vegans use it, it's just protein made from uh, peas, green peas. They okay. have a very high protein content.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That might be worth trying.
2: And also a thought: um, when you settle into your new location, perhaps you could grow some spinach.
0: Oh, I would definitely do that. I would definitely. I think it's
2: one of the easier vegetables to grow.
0: Yeah, according to my coworker, spinach and he says he has a huge, like a ridiculous uh, what is it? It's not spinach. It's kale? something else. Maybe it's kale. He says he a ridiculous problem with it. Like it grows like a fucking weed. And it mm-hmm. grows so much and so fast. That he can't even like pick it all before.
2: Is it this... mint or cilantro or something like that? No,
0: it's a it's a it's a leafy green, I think. But I'll mm-hmm. find out the exact details and I'll let you guys know. But he, it grows so fast that it grows like it gets salvia. No, it's not no. salvia. It gets it gets the <laughs> like bugs get into it before he can pick it because mm-hmm. there's so much of it. It's like a crazy amount of it. It's like grows like a weed.
2: Radishes are also quite fast to grow. Hmm. So I mean, uh, certainly different varieties, but uh, my mom grew some last year in her garden, and she said from seed to harvest was about three weeks. Oh, that's great! Yeah, too many radishes are fucking disgusting. You uh, radishes are delicious. (laughs) (laughs) A Little spice, got some good crunch. It's
0: like it's like 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 I love beets. They're great.
2: I love beets.
1: What are Ah! you talking about?
0: (laughs) Fucking yeah! I didn't use
1: I didn't used to like beets. Now I like beets. Why? Although although I've never liked radishes and I still don't, so that's
0: a sign of old age—a love of beets and radishes.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I haven't gotten to the soul. radishes yet. What can I
2: say?
0: <laughs> but yeah, radishes, beets, beets are offensive. They're an offensive freaking thing. Okay, <laughs> um, radishes are simply repugnant. Like, just the look of a radish <laughs> is just like repugnant to me. He's atmosphere. like,
1: that's an offense against man. It no?
0: is. It's horrible. It's <laughs> gross. I don't get it. When I see it in my salad, I'm angry. I'm like, why? You know?
2: Okay, let me ask you this Do you know what uh, kimbap is? The Korean sushi? No. Okay. Um, if you ever have it, there's like little square pieces of yellow, a yellow vegetable. Yeah. That is radish. Yeah. That's delicious.
0: Wait. I thought a radish was a red thing that looked like a beet. And then white they're white.
2: There's many different kinds of radishes. Yeah.
0: So those radishes are very... Those radishes you're talking about, I've seen those in sushi before, and they're great. Yeah. I like those radishes.
2: That's pickled daikon.
0: Yeah, pickled... There you go. They're great. The radish that Americans love to fucking throw down their gullet are fucking in their gob. They're disgusting. <laughs> it's like a freaking bitter, gross... Mike Evans like a little spice. It's like
2: a it's there, like man. a peppery water chestnut. Ugh. Ugh. Cr- Mike, you love water chestnuts. What are you and talking hate, about?
0: And I hate pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. One thing I love and one thing I hate do not a good meal make.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll never oh. see me put pepper on anything cuz I fucking hate it.
0: Well, water chestnuts to me are like they're like God's gag on salad, you know. It's like God was like, "Man, we got at least parts left over. Fuck it, just pour it in the pot." Jesus, you could have this one. Just make whatever. Oh, thanks, Dad. Yes, water chestnut. <laughs> that there you go. He's like, "Yeah, okay, let's put it out there, son." Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'm telling you, it's just a silly, silly ass thing. Doesn't make any sense. I do like the the texture of a water chestnut. Water chestnut And it If used appropriately It can be quite nice But I am very confused by it And it seems like Something that should not Be able to Uh Uh read. I don't
1: know what they look like In their natural state So I
0: don't either I know them slightly. They look like
1: The same
2: color they are But in the shape of a Radish <laughs> do,
0: they, do they grow in huh. the water? Are they water bound?
2: Uh That I don't know
1: Are they like cranberries? They're like growing on the water Or something?
2: I don't know. I don't think we can talk about food anymore. I'm very disappointed in both of you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> James. You never finished your shake, man. I need to know the 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 amounts.
0: Oh well, I mean, honestly, I used to weigh them, weigh stuff, and uh, like measure them out. But I don't now. Now I give a good handful, and I just do what I like. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say that. I mean. But I think everyone I've talked to, because there's like so about So do you put people.
1: water in it, milk, ice? What? Well,
0: hold on. I'm going to get to that. There's a few people okay. in my office who do shakes, okay? Okay. And um, they're the reasons I bought the Ninja, because they all have the Ninja Pro. Um, Slackers. Well, Vitamix is not for everybody. Uh, I think filthy casuals Correct. are going to use a Ninja Pro. And pros are going to use a Vitamix. So I'm a filthy casual you know I'm a casual blender so I'm going to use the ninja pro. A but, casual blender? Yeah. I'm a, a filthy casual, man. A
1: filthy so, casual.
0: Okay. Yeah. So um that's what that's what Evan calls the tryhards at his uh Quakecon. He calls them filthy casuals. Yep. They're <laughs> casuals. They just came in. They just discovered Quake today. They saw a tricks video and they want to be part of that world. <laughs> You know, and they've never heard of the game. They've never played it. That's a filthy casual.
1: <laughs> they just wander into the to the con. They're like, yeah, oh, they run
0: into the con from the anime con down the hall. Um, <laughs> so so basically, we take a you know, I take like I'll get like a good handful of spinach. Um, if I'm doing like a leafy green, then that'll be my big base. I'll put a lot of that in, not a lot, but like a good handful. And I have big hands. And then I'll do uh, normally I'll do a cup. Of frozen blueberries, or half a cup, depending on what the other vegetables are, and I'll do like a cup of uh, a dry cup, by the way, because I don't have wet wet cups, so I use a dry cup.
1: Uh, I don't know what that means.
0: Basically, a thing you you'd measure dry dry like flour in, you know, um, get like you get a scoop of flour, like you want to get a cup of flour, you put in. A oh, dry, yeah. So I use one. You of don't those. have a Pyrex. I do, but I don't. Measuring cup. Yeah, I do, but I don't want to use it. I just lazy. I don't know. So okay, whatever. Uh, I use a dry cup and so I have one like thing. No, a half a cup. Excuse me, a half a cup of blueberries and a half a cup of the other things. Um and then I'll just always put a banana. Always put a banana. Always. Banana adds creaminess, it's great, adds good taste. I love always add a banana. Um and also the, the, the thing you hate
1: food. the most, add, add I've mean,
0: rediscovered it. I've rediscovered my love of bananas.
2: He he is oh. matured.
0: I've matured. I love bananas. Man. He's matured? Yeah. So I always add I always add a banana. Um, people say add half slices. I oh, no, I add the whole thing, put the whole banana in, not not the peel, not the ah, peel. I was not saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I peel it, obviously, peel and all. Um, and actually, when the bananas start to go bad, I freeze them. I peel them, throw them in the Tupperware dish, and freeze them. Mm-hmm. And then throw the frozen banana in. You know, that way it keeps them a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, so I'll put a I'll put a whole banana in. And then I used to do ice occasionally, but you don't get the, to me, you don't get the right texture. You know, you you get, you get this like kind of watery goop. It doesn't work. So I'll add that stuff. And then something that I learned just recently that I like to add in there, half an avocado. Kind of weird. I know doesn't blend with the fruitiness and the other stuff, but man, it gives you a smooth, great texture. And avocado is one of those mystery flavors that's very relaxed and very chill, not acidy. It's very nice. It's very nice to drink, and it's smooth. So I add an avocado, half an avocado. Um, and it's then right. as a base, I could use, if I want to do it for a liquid base, I've used, I've done water before and not had a problem. Um, but if you want more flavor and more sweetness, um, natural or unnatural, then you, I would use like, um, I've done almond milk. And I've done vanilla almond milk, and I plain almond milk. Plain almond milk's gross, you know. If you're gonna like destroy fifty-five gallons of water to make one gallon jug of almond milk, it might as well be fucking sweet and delicious. So <laughs> vanilla flavored almond milk, and then also I'll do like uh, orange juice with pul- I do with pulp, but you know you Dude, don't have both it. of those. You're or one fucking sickening me. No, one or the other. One or the other. One or the other. Yeah. It just depends what you're into.
1: Orange juice.
0: Oh God, shut up. Or like with pulp. Or how do you spell? Or O R. <laughs> orange oh. juice
1: is just sugar. So go with yeah, almond
0: milk. It, yeah, it's just sugar. Yeah, he's absolutely. Yeah, Evan's absolutely I'm right. Sure,
1: vanilla almond milk is There's sugar, sugar too. In it but
0: it's it not has a,
2: some, but it's yeah. not just straight sugar juice.
0: Yeah, it's not as bad as <laughs> the orange juice.
1: Now, and with all this, does this is this also frozen fruit or no? So that's um, the that's the strawberries or the blueberries.
0: No, I mean if I can get fresh, I get fresh. If I got the money for fresh, but I don't mind doing frozen. I mean, like I said, there is I think there's a difference in nutrients, but I've never felt the difference. You know, the a good shake makes me feel good. You know, I feel satisfied. And I feel healthy.
1: What amount of liquid? You
0: um, know, wait, wait, only a cup? half the pitcher. No, I put a lot in.
2: Don't put a lot. Put it in a cup. <laughs> You can make Joe Rogan's morning shake. He calls them Hulk loads. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like a whole cucumber, three stalks of celery, fucking two handfuls of kale, uh, a thumb-sized piece of ginger, and some water. And he's like, puts it in the Vitamix with the, the tamper.
4: He's mm-hmm. like, yeah.
2: nyeh, nyeh, fucking juices it. It looks like a chunky milkshake. It'll make mm-hmm. you poop so good.
0: Dude, the cucumber. I've done cucumber before. It overpowers everything, man. It yeah. has this weird, like taste. Oh, it doesn't way. taste good. Uh, uh. It's good
2: for you. Yeah, it did
1: not taste so, good. So, Evan, is that what we we should be doing? We should be doing the Joe Rogan shakes, or yeah, you should. That's too
2: you much. Drink, you drink a Hulk load every day. Yeah. And what We're does that take do? A nice poop.
0: That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like that. Sounds like something that's something Peter North is known for. The Hulk load. Yeah, well,
2: he's he's a he's a fine gentleman. I admire him in many
1: ways.
0: Ugh. Admired in the industry for his Hulk
1: loads,
0: <laughs> he fires them across the room.
1: So Hulk loads, huh? All right, I'm down. no, okay, no. yeah. <laughs> it's like hook me up with some of that right, right in the to, face,
0: right now, so right to the face.
1: Uh huh. No, see, I wanna. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty bad. I don't even eat breakfast most of the time.
0: Yeah, and you gotta eat breakfast.
1: So. You. I'm trying to I got to do something. So I'm trying to see should I do a shake? Should I do this? Should I do that?
0: You I mean, know. you got the Vitamix, so I'd do a shake. You got the Vitamix, and I know. You got a freezer full of frozen veg, fro- frozen stuff. Mhm. You go to the grocery some salmon do- in there. Well, don't put the salmon in there. Um <laughs> some, something <laughs> that you do that I don't do is you go to the grocery store every week. If I went to a grocery store every week, I would have fresh vegetables in my refrigerator just enough For me to make my shakes and have lunch every day, every week, you know? Mm -hmm. For for lunch, I do like, you know, this is kind of irrelevant, but not what you asked, but for lunch, I do.
1: No, no, it's fine.
0: If I have the stuff to do it, I'll do, um, they have a rotisserie turkey, a, a turkey, a turkey breast, I guess like two turkey breasts floating in this rotisserie sauce. And it's in a, in a, in a baggie. In the store, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, you pick it up; it's all squishy. You, I take that thing, put it in foil, put it in the oven, um, like 350 for like 20 or 30 minutes, or at least to check it periodically until it's cooked well. Then I cut it up into cubes, and I have put it in the refrigerator. And I take that, I take mixed lettuce with some of the spinach, I chop it up, put it in my small containers, and I bought online on on Amazon. I bought um 45 small Tupperware containers. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I put the lettuce in there. I throw in some tomatoes. I got some Romano tomatoes or cherry tomatoes. I throw those all in there. Um, I throw like, and just handfuls of each, you know, uh, some, some trick, some chicken. And I bought some poppy seed. Um, now you're
1: talking my language.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Poppy seed dressing. is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I got poppy seed dressing. I put that, I put that in there. I have that at work, actually in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. and I'm good to go. And I put like the other half of the avocado from breakfast. I put that on top. I cut it up into into slices and I lay it long ways on top. You got a delicious bread. You got delicious lunch. Killer. Killer lunch right there. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. It's actually really good. But I don't go to I don't go to the store every week, so what happens is I end up running out of it after one week and then you know and lettuce well, is one of those now things. You, now
1: you know what you gotta do.
0: Yeah, lettuce is one of those things that you know it'll go bad like so fast. You know, if you don't take care of it. So I had before I knew the little trick with the colander and the paper towels, that shit would go fucking bad on me so fast. What know?
2: kind of lettuce do you buy?
0: Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't know the name. It's it comes in uh, it it grows up like this, and it comes in purple and and green. Uh, and it's it's not like iceberg. It's okay. it grows like a flower, you know.
2: It's probably romaine.
0: Yeah, maybe it's romaine. So I buy that. Obviously, I buy spinach when I can find it, and I, uh, the store I go to is Aldi's. You know, uh, yep. for a lot of this stuff. So um,
1: <clears throat> yeah, I still need to start doing that now.
0: Yeah, Aldi's is great if you want to go for a deal and like this little specialized stuff, that the little oddball stuff, and the pop-up deals where they have something for one week only. That's a good place to go. But uh, they always have this lettuce. They always have some some iceberg. I'll buy the iceberg and just chop it up. I'll just hit it. As soon as I get it home, chop, 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 chop. Like, I'll chop it and throw it in, in a Tupperware thing um, with paper towels, leave it open, and then just leave it out and leave it in the refrigerator. And I'll take pieces of that, and I'll mix all this lettuce into a big bushel, and I'll work off that for the week, you know? Um, I, I don't see a reason to be like, oh, I only eat this kind of lettuce, or I only use spinach, because spinach to me is like too it's too high profile to be like eating eating a salad of just spinach like that's to me like too <laughs> too expensive for that. Um,
2: you could slice up some red onions very very thinly, cook some bacon, crumble the bacon over, then put a little bit of the poppy seed dressing and then pour some of the bacon fat over the spinach salad.
0: Oh boy, that sounds great. That sounds really good.
1: Mm-hmm. My mom has a container of bacon fat in the fridge.
0: She's smart. She's fucking smart. Please scoop me a large scoop of it <laughs> in a free dry container and ship it to my house.
2: <laughs> Several dollops.
0: I will eat it alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just by alone itself? Alone in my
0: room and by itself.
1: Yes. He's like, <laughs> I mean that in both ways.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: But we yeah, should probably, know uh... Yeah. We should do a whole, uh, like, a, an hour health podcast. It would probably be turned into a three-hour one, but <laughs>
1: we, we could do that. I'm down. Maybe we should do a special episode, at least, of uh, talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can do that. All right, well, let's pencil that in.
2: I I just penned it in. Thank you.
1: Oh, okay. All right, then. The, the Evan has spoken. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So, let's see uh Evan, any uh updates on uh on your front? Nope. Or uh well you were uh you're out of town, right? Yep. Yeah. So, you've been uh otherwise occupied. Correct. All right. So, okay. So one thing I wanted to mention real quick, getting back kind of on topic to our show here. Um, so Symantec, you guys know who Symantec is, big company, they do a lot of security stuff. Um, they actually bought VeriSign not that long ago, maybe a couple years ago. VeriSign is known as one of the big companies that does certs. You know, they do SSL certificates on the web. They're actually one of the first companies to offer them, if not the first company to offer them. Um, And they're still popular for some people, although they're quite expensive. Um, I probably would not get a cert from them myself. Um, But anyway, Symantec, so Symantec owns VeriSign. And the whole point is Symantec just bought a company called Bluecoat. Now, I bet not everyone has heard of this company, Bluecoat. The only reason I've even heard of them is because they, at my job, we used to have uh, our internet web filter was a blue coat device or several devices. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have McAfee web gateway devices, but when we first got our internet filter it was actually blue coat. <clears throat> so this device, and so this is what the company does. They, that's their main thing. They make appliances or they offer the service, Where they do internet filtering, and usually it's for big companies, you know. So, like at your job, if you can't go to a certain website, you know, it gets blocked. It's usually because of one of these devices, like this. You know, it's watching the internet traffic and saying, "Oh, no, you can't go to that." Um. Now, this can also be used in countries where they have either laws against going to certain things, or maybe it's an oppressive regime or whatever. Like we were just talking about North Korea. Prime example of a place where they would probably have something like this. Allegedly.
2: It's all hearsay.
1: (laughs) Right. Anyway, the whole point is, though, Symantec bought Bluecoat. Symantec owns VeriSign. Now, Bluecoat, if it wanted to, it could also intercept um, encrypted communications, SSL communication. Right? So if you just go to www.google.com, okay, Bluecoat can see that, right? If there's a Bluecoat device between... You and Google.com. If you went to HTTPS www.google.com, that would be over SSL and that would be encrypted. So, normally, if there's a, a blue code device between you and Google, either the traffic would just go and the blue code device would not be able to read it because it's encrypted, or the blue coat device would do a man in the middle attack and it would pretend, okay, I'm the user asking for the content. And so it would receive it, decrypt it, look at it and then say, okay, cool. Then it would talk back to the user and say, Hey, yeah, I'm Google.com. Here's your data. Now the problem with that is normally it would have to give a certificate. Right? So you would get a certificate error. And you'd look at the certificate and be like, oh, what the hell is this? This isn't a Google certificate. You know, it'll say this is a, a blue coat certificate or something. You'll be like, hmm, this is suspicious. Symantec, now that they bought them, they own VeriSign. They could install something in the blue coat where it could just make certificates on the fly. Huh. And, I mean, it's already doing that. The point is, though, they would be trusted by your web browser, because all our web browsers trust Semantic slash Verisign as a root CA, you know, as right. a root certificate authority. Now, it's not. I'm not saying Semantic is doing this, is going to do this. It's just a possibility.
2: They could, if given if they, the right check.
1: They could, well, maybe you know. Exactly. Now, this could already be happening in other places. We wouldn't even know it. For instance, now, I haven't actually looked at this in a while, but one of the CAs in our web browsers is the Hong Kong Post Office. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, they can issue SSL certs, and all our web browsers trust them automatically. nice. Right? So, guess... Guess what government's in charge of the Hong Kong Post Office? China China. Right. And so they could be like, hey, hey Hong Kong Post Office, which is, you know, like saying, hey, hey myself <laughs> Let's make a make a certificate for www.google.com and install it on this blue coat device that we have now. And now we can watch all the traffic go by. Now it wouldn't actually work in the in the case of Google or it would be very difficult to actually make it work because Google's very aware of, of this kind of thing can happen. So they're they're always keeping an eye on all the certs what's going on. Especially if you're using Google Chrome, it'll throw up an alert right away. It'll be like, hey, this isn't one of our certs, you know? Mm-hmm. There's something wrong. Because um, Google's actually their own CA now also. You know, Google can mint their own certificates. Nice. Um. Yeah. So the Google, especially the Google Chrome web browser, it knows all about that. So it knows if it sees one, if it sees a Google.com cert and it's from Symantec or the Hong Kong Post Office, it's going to be like, whoa, 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 what the hell is this? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but that might not be the case for other certificates. You know, we don't know. So just something to think about, you know. Um, Oh, and they paid just just over four and a half billion dollars to acquire Bluecoat.
2: They better have a good plan for that, then. That's a lot of fucking money. Whew!
1: It is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But like I said, Symantec, the, that's a security company, you know? That's what they do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Make sure they will become some crazy-ass they
1: thing.
2: Infiltrate.
1: <laughs> right. So, that's all I got on uh, Symantec and Bluecoat. That's all I got. Thoughts? Feelings, questions, comments?
2: Um, I would like to have a royal blue blazer and white pants and a white t-shirt.
0: <laughs>
2: you're not wrong. A, you're you're not wrong. And a white
3: <laughs> hat.
0: What makes it the best is Michael's response. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're right. Royal Blues is fresh. That's the best <laughs> blue code I think I could uh, imagine. But yeah, mm-hmm. we have blue coat. Uh, we use, I get the occasional alerts from something. It's like, oh, blue coat, blah, 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 whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and my job, we have, like I said, we had blue coat. Now we have McAfee Web Gateway. Um, We also have something else called, it was called Mandiant. So we had the Mandiant agent installed on all our machines. Or installed on some machines, anyway. But sounds horrible. now, 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 well, now Mandiant got bought by another company, which does this kind of thing called FireEye.
0: Yeah, FireEye. I'm familiar with. They came to talk to us one day.
1: Yeah. So FireEye, they do the same kind of thing Blue Code does, but they they usually specialize in more like malware kind of.
0: Yeah. They so do something the- really interesting. They have some kind of weird algorithm built into their hardware. That does some kind of uh, some kind of like active like AI ish filtering. It's mm-hmm. I read something about it and I can't retain. I don't remember what it was about. But I want to say I it, it was like this is really cool.
1: <sighs> I want to say I'm not I'm not sure if it was them. I think it's them. Now I don't think we actually have this in my job, but I want to say they do a thing where they'll they'll capture. Let's say they see a piece of malware going by. You know, they capture. or They take a copy of it. They In their hardware, you know, in their appliance or whatever, they spin up a VM and they see what it does. You know, like all that's on the fly, all automatically. It's just doing this.
2: That's fucking awesome.
1: Like they spin up like a Windows 7 VM and they're like, all right, what's this do? You know, let's execute it. Let's see what's going on. That's whatever. Now, from what I, I think, I want to say that's them and they do that and it's very expensive to get that. <laughs> but... <laughs> It's pretty cool. So, yeah. Anyway, cool stuff. All right. Um, James, looks like we have a uh, couple little things here. Uh, that last one looks interesting. Oh, race. Okay, I thought I said something else. Um, okay, so.
2: Robot Brotherhood.
1: Man, I thought I said Robo Rape. Oh,
0: God. He's like, that looks pretty interesting. My God. Yeah.
2: Let's uh, let's (laughs) talk about that for a couple hours.
0: All right, look. So, just really (laughs) quick. um, So, I'm the kind of person, anyone who knows me knows, I have learned and forgotten a million things. And I have a horrible time retaining information. So, I had to go back while trying to set up a raid this week and be like, all right, how does raid work? Like, I had to look it up again, and uh, even though it's been explained to me a million times... And relearn it from scratch and understand what was better and what was not. I found this site, and I thought, uh, this is the best site I've ever seen explaining this. And I looked at about eight different sites. Um, it's got good pictures. Uh, I love pictures because I'm a simple guy. Um, and it's very well, It's easily explained. It's Like, this is why this is better. Bang, 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 bang. And this is why Striped and Parody and Mirroring, mirroring why it, what it means anything, why it means something, and why you should care. So, I think it's a great site. I just put this in here. If you want to know what Raid is, you want to know how Raid works, you want to know, you know, all the all the goodies here, this is a good site for it. Um, so, yeah. That's all. That's all there is to that. Um, let's huh. see. Ro- this What's looks that? pretty
1: cool. This looks pretty cool, actually.
0: Yeah, it's a good site. Um, he breaks it all down, really. It's kind of all put together in one, split, one place, I think. Um, I mean, there's other, obviously, there's other more complex setups, but for something anyone would do in their house, like setting up a server like what Evan has or setting up a server like what I set up earlier this week or something like that it's perfect you know what I mean for that intermediate user who wants to get into server stuff or building some crazy raid or some crazy computer setup um, okay so let's talk quickly about Robo Race. Um there's not really much to this just yet, but it's a artificial intelligence artificial intelligence driven, race they they have a car that's been designed by a design firm it does not exist yet that i can see um they have site venues picked out for the actual for an actual indie car style race uh teams will come together from all over the world and they will build these ar ai driven cars that will race all around the fucking place uh you know in a in a like a Welcome to the races in Morocco type style, you know, the same way that, that's what they're trying to go for. They they kind of hint at integration across other platforms and other things they want to do. They don't give any detail as to what it is. So nothing to get too excited about just yet, but pretty interesting stuff. Um I I, f- I feel like it's probably gonna be something kind of like uh what's that? The airplane racing? Red Bull. Red Bull, uh...
2: I think it's just called Red Bull Air Race.
0: Yeah, the Red Bull, the Great Air, Red Bull Air Race or whatever it's called, yeah. That, it's pretty cool. I think it's going to be something like that. I mean, the, these guys have kind of said, hey, the, everything's about entertainment, you know, so...
1: Red probably, Bull Air Race, that's
0: it. Yeah, so it's probably going to be... This is probably going to be more entertainment-driven than anything else and less, you know, about the technology and stuff like that, but pretty interesting. The car looks really cool. Um, that's what I'm really interested in, that's what kind of grabbed my attention about this, was like, you know, I've always kind of imagined what would something look like if it didn't have, like, 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 I was kind of depressed when I saw the first MQ-1 Predator drone, because I was like, is this what what a fighter would look like with no people in it? It looks fucking lame, you know? Um... And now they see the new stealth ones, those look kind of cool. Uh, I can't think of what they're called, but the new stealth ones that are coming out. they look kind of cool, and like them like finally, like someone's making something that looks awesome. <laughs> um, and that's how this looks. like this thing, it's kind of silly looking, it's kind of kind of dumb looking, but it looks awesome. And like this is what I feel like a race car would look like if you did not have to be concerned about a person and his safety, you know, and those removing those concerns from the from the vehicle altogether. Really are going to change the way this this functions. Uh, oh, if can they go about, like five
1: hundred miles an hour then, or something?
0: I mean, I don't know what the speeds will be. <laughs> but this thing about the weight concerns that you'd have to do—you have with like roll bars and seat belts and life support. And when I say life support, obviously the life support's not like a oxygen, but it's like a steering wheel and uh, you know, a canopy and locks and. You know, seats and all this kind of stuff. Like, all those things that it takes to keep a human safe and alive. This thing lacks all that. Control systems for humans. Like, it doesn't have any of those control surfaces. So, really interesting. It's obviously, if you look at the picture, it's a huge, basically a huge aerodynamic foil. You know, foible. Um, (laughs) Not a foible. That's not something different altogether. But it's really cool. So, we'll see what happens. It's just kind of a hint in the wind. And I'll keep watching it. And as more information comes out we'll uh we'll find out. Nvidia apparently is a sponsor, maybe. Um I, I
1: don't like know what that. that's going
0: to mean.
2: Those so. those do look really cool.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Robo race. Kind of excited about it.
1: This this uh reminds me James of uh the first time I read about the uh the DARPA challenge. Yeah. With the uh with the cars, you know. They're trying to uh get the cars the whole the whole goal of the DARPA the DARPA challenge that I'm talking about is they were trying to to get an autonomous vehicle to complete to go from a you know to complete a course like start to finish you know like avoid obstacles do this do that whatever like I forget how long it was a hundred miles or fifty miles or whatever it was and that was probably over ten years ago and now. I mean, we we see we have the Teslas driving themselves, the dudes napping, and freaking <laughs> the Google cars. And I don't know if you guys have even seen on TV. I mean, even Subaru now and everyone else is advertising cars that stop themselves before they get into an accident. Yeah. You know, like they have full auto stop now, which is crazy. <clears throat> so the cars are getting, they're building all kinds of new technologies now into the cars. And now this, they're going to have a car. They're going to have a race against autonomous cars, which is even crazier. Um, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. I want the future to to come. I want the future to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I can't wait either. I'm, I'm super stoked. Super stoked.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the future, uh, I saw recently that Blue Origin had a successful test. Did you see that, James?
0: Yeah, they've had multiple successful tests. I don't think that's... I mean, I saw this is their fourth one. I'm not excited about it. And they're suborbital i I don't want to give Jeff Bezos any any more credit than he deserves. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds like horrible, but I just like... Damn. Honestly, the fact is, most people don't understand, and we've been over this many times, most people don't understand the difference between Blue Origin and SpaceX. You know what I mean? And... People will say, oh, yeah, well, Blue Origin is doing it. Well, not really. They're suborbital, sort suborbital, suborbital, and they're doing, uh, you know, they're basically popping up and popping down. The fact that they can take off and land, great. But, you know, the bar is higher. You know, deliver some stuff to the ISS, you mm-hmm. know, go out, do a couple, a couple, uh, orbits of the planet, you know, that are, you know, in true orbits, then we'll talk. But right now, I'm just not do a
2: barrel simple. roll here and there.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have airplanes that can get suborbital. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm not super excited about it. I think and if someone makes an autonomous airplane that goes suborbital. What will any Blue Origin for? You know, it'll be cheaper and easier to deploy. You know, we don't you know, you don't you don't have to get to get the space, the spaceship experience. You don't have to be like, all right, let's get into a spaceship and then go up in the air and Psh, you know what I mean? For four minutes, you get four minutes of freaking zero-G, then the AI is like, get back in your seat, douche-nozzle. You get back in your seat and fall down. You know, that's dumb. I could get in a plane, go up, be up there for like a half an hour, you know, orbit the planet once or whatever, you know. I'm an orbital engineer, and those are the facts that I'm just giving
1: you. <laughs> According to this, Blue Origin has 600 employees. SpaceX has 5,000. Yeah. There you go.
0: Massive, massively different companies that do massively different things.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, cool. Is there anything else uh, you guys would like to talk about before we um, close I'm gonna out just this episode?
0: Shoot out a couple things here. So, multi uh, crew, multi crew um, pirate ship simulator. Um, Black Wake, <laughs> uh, very cool game. You have two ships and you go around in the ocean and you shoot each other with cannonballs and and cannonballs tied together with chains and shit. It's pretty cool. Um, that's up here. Uh, and there's another one that I'm looking for that I cannot find. Uh, it's gonna piss me off I can't find it. That I want to see the other space one. Um, let's see if I can find it really quickly. I'm looking for it here pretty old. But, um, yeah, the stat one was pretty cool. That was the one where you could walk around and do stuff. So, if I can find it, I'll post it in the links for you guys to see.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Mike, anything?
1: Mm, No. I think we we solved the world's problems today. I think we're good.
2: That's what we're here for. Mm Mm-hmm. Well then on that note we'll uh, sign off for this week. It's been a great episode. Thank you all for listening. You can check us out at iopanelpodcast.com dot com or Iopanel.tech T E C H. Send us a uh, feedback email. Yes, James.
0: That is called it's called Pulsar. Pulsar. Pulsar Lost Colony.
2: Is that P U L S A R or P A L sorry P A U L S A Double R who is who works in accounting? Pulsar.
0: No. P. A. P. You got me all fucked up, dude. P U L S A R. Pulsar. Lost Colony.
2: Okay.
1: Pulsar. Like Lost use. Colony. Pulsar. Thegame.com.
0: Yeah, there you go.
2: Excellent. Continue on. You can send us feedback at feedback at IOPanelPodcast.com. Check us out at Twitter at IOPanelPodcast.com audibletrial.com forward slash IOPanel for your uh, 30-day free trial and free audiobook, or get us on Facebook or any other way that you, (laughs) Paul, sorry, from accounting, (laughs) that that, uh, you feel is adequate. So for all of us here, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.
3: my might taste bitter when you're answering to God. You can call me killer as you look into my eyes. Nothing. The-